0: Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanegato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. Just to remind you guys, we do have merch out, so if you go check it out at shop.oplshow.com, you can get some merch there. It's really nice stuff. Anyway, today, me and Greg are the only ones here. You're only going to have me and Greg the entire show. And we're actually recording this from my couch. We're not in the the studio room right now. (laughs) We're just laying down.
1: We're just saying this feels like a sleepover. Yeah, exactly. You're like cuddling a pillow. I am. (laughs) I feel like I need a blanket. We should have built a fort.
0: Yeah, we should have.
1: But we're switching it up.
0: We just felt like we always have people come on the show, and you know they put themselves in a very vulnerable state, and they open up to us, and we have never done that. Just me and you, just talking about our own lives. Yeah. So we're like, why don't we do that? And Greg found something on the internet that... Would help with that. So, can you just tell them kind of what it is? What it is?
1: Well, I came across... This is actually a while ago. It was a New York Times article. The title is The 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Right. Which might sound strange right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what it is, is I guess this uh, this doctor or psychologist kind of put together uh, what they think are these 36 questions that if you kind of sit with your partner or someone that you just met and go through all these questions, you'll basically be able to, you know, know if you're, you know, if you've fallen in love with this person. So we're not here trying to fall in love with each other, but a lot of the questions are designed uh, to just be, uh, just be vulnerable, just really answer them with pure honesty. Uh, Apparently some of these questions, you know, they, they get a little intense yeah. A little difficult to answer. You kind of gotta dig deep. Um so we felt like stripping out some of the more like partnery, love related questions. Yeah, because
0: there's ones there's like just stare at your partner for five minutes and tell them everything you like about them. Yeah. Like, ah. I, think, I
1: think this whole thing's supposed to end with us staring into each other's yeah, eyes for four minutes. Just making out at the end of it. It could like... be interesting. <laughs> and I found this a while ago. I always thought I would do it with my girlfriend, but I mean, you're the next best thing. So um, should be good. But yeah, so we you know, we haven't rehearsed this at all. Like, we've skimmed through these questions just to kind of pull out the ones that, uh, you know, we don't think are kind of necessary. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're not going to hold back. We're going to kind of use this Yeah, to... we're going to be as
0: as serious as possible and as honest as possible. Right.
1: And like Joe said, I mean, this show is, is built on our guests. These people come on. They have... You know, for some of them, this is the most serious conversation they've had, or they're talking about things that they've never, never told, told anyone. anyone. Yeah, exactly. So, what, like, it doesn't get more vulnerable than that. And, you know, we're so lucky to kind of have this platform to have these people on. But, like Joe said, like, let's, uh, Our yeah, I, th- I think, I think it's only fair. Yeah. If, if we, uh, kind of dig a little, dig a little deep.
0: All right. So, let's start it off with the first question here. First question. And by the way, these get progressively. Deeper.
1: They are broken. We, we. I mean, we don't have to organize it this way, but it's broken into like three sets, I guess. And yeah, the idea is that I guess the first one's not like warm up questions, but it kind of surface ge- level. Surface. Yeah. Yep. It. It. I guess it's designed to get you to just open you know, up, start slowly. reflecting, yeah, and yeah, 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 open up.
0: All right. So first question for you, Greg. Ooh. Would you like to be famous, and in what way?
1: Interesting. Would I like to be famous? Mm. I mean, I would say my answer is no in kind of like the the traditional definition of fame. Um, I mean, I wouldn't lie. Like, I, I would want to be, I think, known for certain things, but... More like what? Like, I think fame is just like such a terrible word, but I mean, obviously... You know, we're doing that. like I, I put myself out there and I'm sure you can understand this, like the idea of putting myself out there, kind of trying my hand at creative projects, whether it's like, you know, writing or the show or mm-hmm. anything else that I do. So I don't think I'd necessarily want to be famous, like walk down the street. Oh, my God. There you go. But, you know, would I I like the idea of being able to do things that kind of create, you know, a following or like a community that I'm able to interact with people. I would never be able to interact with, you know, it's not, that's not fame, but I think that
0: especially nowadays, like I really can't believe anyone who says they don't want to be famous. You know what I mean? Because like, I understand what you're trying to say though, because your answer is my answer where I don't want to be famous. I just would rather be respected. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think for, for the, the things that you yeah, do. And that's the difference. Like I have no desire to be like someone who people can't breathe when they see and like, oh my God, like, oh my, yo, dude, I just like, you know what? I have no desire to be that. I have more of a desire to just be able to walk down the street and everyone's like, I know that dude because he's great at this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's, I like that part. I, I'm i not crazy about the the famous, you know, there's a stigma with that word where it's kind of like you can't go outside without people taking your picture and like everyone's like, Oh my God, you're just so, like, I, I understand what you're saying in that regard. But like, to me, I, I don't understand why anyone wouldn't want to be because it, all that comes with a territory where it's like, if you are great, technically you are sort of famous. Yeah.
1: I think notoriety is the right word. Right. It's I, not yeah, like I guess so. fame, but it's like, like, sure. Like I, like I, I wrote a book, I put it out there. I want people to read that book. I want them to know me. I would love to be someone's favorite author, and I get to have conversations with all these people, right. the same way you're putting out you know so much content and videos, and like for you, it's even more because your face is on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not like a desire. I just feel like the definition of fame just always has to do with just like being known and making money, where, yes, to a degree, like, I want to make money off the creative things I do, which I think we're both lucky enough to be able to do. And you want to be known to an extent to kind of, you know, meet these people and interact with them and and have people appreciate what you're doing. But I don't know. Fame's just kind of like an ugly word.
0: Yeah. I'm not, like I said, I have no desire to be like famous or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I would much like, like I said, I would much rather just be respected. And it's weird because I also think I want to be respected by people who are famous because subconsciously I think that everyone puts those people in a different bracket and I think it's just because they're just in a very different world than all of us like their network is just everyone is just a very high up and famous person like whatever so they see greatness all the time so for them to respect you it's like oh I really did something really well like if you're able to get into that circle you're kind of like, oh, you are really good at something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or whatever. Yeah. So I guess subconsciously you're like, you want to be famous because you just want to be respected and be able to have these people as your peers. But as far as famous, just to be famous and have the attention, like I could do without the attention. I just want the respect more. That's my actual answer. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. All right. That, that was a softball question. Softball. I think it's an easy one. Um, let's see. Alright, here here's here's another kind of quick, interesting one. Alright. What would constitute a perfect day for you?
0: Hmm. Um perfect day. You know, I think about I think about this a lot. I think that a a perfect day for me is very simple. Like and I th- I think for the past six, seven years or whatever, I've just been you know, on the computer, on social media, making sure that, you know, you look a certain way and you're saying a certain thing. For me, a perfect day is literally just like being in my my friend's summer house in Connecticut. You're just away from it. My phone doesn't even work unless it's in the house on Wi-Fi, which we're never in the house. So I just leave it there. Nice. And we're just outside. We're just hanging all day. You know what I mean? Like, and I have the greatest friends and family like in the world. So... When you're surrounded by these people, you know, when you're up there and you get to just, like, go out on the boat and, like, you're having some beers, you're jumping in the water, you're just talking, you're hanging out, and at night you make a fire and everyone just hangs until, like, 3 in the morning. Like, for me, that is a perfect day. I could do that every single day of my life. If I never had to make another dollar, if money wasn't a thing, I would do that every single day. Nice. Like, that would be my thing, yeah.
1: All right. I like that. Yeah, I think... uh I think I have two answers for this cuz I just something weird came into my head when you were saying that cuz my first answer was uh for me kind of like all I need is I guess my perfect day like it has work in it which is interesting it's like waking up and like I love like spending most of the day just working on something you're passionate about so just getting some sort of work done whether it's like writing creative ideas you know working on a business whatever it is something that just you know, you love that, like, feels like intertwined with you, you know, it doesn't feel like work. And then kind of that ends. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like maybe as I get older, like, all I need is to just like, go out to a dinner with friends or family. And like, just have amazing food, drinks, talk. And like, that's it. Like, there's no other desire I have when it comes to like, going out.
0: Yeah, I think that, I mean, that just goes to show, I think, like, the friends and family thing are just, like, you know, that's really, like, the only, that's the only thing that keeps me alive, I feel like.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, the perfect day is just, like, being surrounded by the right people.
0: Yeah, and I've been so blessed with, like, I've had 15 best friends since I was, like, in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Like, we're all from the same neighborhood, we hung out every single day of our lives. And no one has that, like, no one has that many friends, you know what I mean? Especially best friends. And... I I don't even know how it would function without that. Like if they just stopped talking to me, like I would lose it. It It's crazy. So I, I need them to be involved also. And it's funny because as you said, like, I I think I need work involved. I really thought about it and I was like, I definitely don't really. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with like the physical labor of it. It just has to be, it just has to deal with, I guess my work is different than yours. Like when you're writing a story, like that's very expressive and whatever what i do is more of like entertainment so you're it's kind of you're in the service industry where you're like i have to entertain these people so it feels more like a job when you're like i'm working on something to fulfill you i'm kind of like i need to fulfill others and it fulfills me also in the same way i was going to say it's not both though no it is but it's it's it it can feel like you're working for someone else yeah and also the fact that it's a lot of social media it's like this is not real dude you know what i mean like mm. All of your thoughts don't go on to here. Like, no one knows who you are through your social media, obviously. It's just like the best parts.
1: Are you fulfilled by everything you do right now?
0: This isn't even a question on the list. No, this is. Just, Am I fulfilled by everything? Well, cause, you do right uh, now?
1: no, I'm just curious because, like, um, it's, I, I don't know. It's, I
0: I struggle with fulfillment a lot with what I do. It's because you can get stagnant and just feel like, I've been doing it just feels like a machine now. And if that's not I don't enjoy that. It doesn't make me feel good, but there are things that I love doing that I'm currently doing. Like mm-hmm. there but there are some things that I don't. Like the podcast for instance, this podcast, my personal podcast. I I love doing those. Mm-hmm. Like if I only had to do that for the rest of my life, I would. Yeah. Like if it could just like pay everything, like I would. Uh I love doing that stuff and I love doing you know, I love editing and 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 stuff like that. Like all that stuff fulfills me, and it feels good that people love it and whatever. And even like Twitch, Twitch is a lot of fun because you get to interact with people in real time, and it feels more intimate that way.
1: No, it seems like you're always kind of evolving and and finding the things that yeah, because do fulfill
0: just you. naturally you feel like people change or whatever. But I, I just think it, I just struggle with it because when you do something for a certain amount of time, like the YouTube videos that I'm putting out on Tuesdays and stuff, when you do that for a while, you start to run out of ideas. And I tend to put a lot of things on my plate creatively. So it's like, it's hard to come up with ideas now because you take good ideas and you apply them elsewhere instead of this one thing that you used to do. Well, it's
1: like you're always doing the work and then it's hard to find that like right dead space to actually be creative and come up with the concepts. And exactly.
0: Everything. So it's like, fuck and then when you put stuff out that you're not necessarily like that was the best i could absolutely do Mm. then it starts to feel like oh god you know what i mean that's when it sucks but i still i I, like it comes and goes like the fulfillment thing like i i don't sit here and like oh my god poor me i don't sit here you know and and be like you know i don't want to do this anymore because if i didn't want to do something i wouldn't fucking do it but i just struggle with it and then i fix it and then you know just change and just evolve no, that the to everyone though whatever they do
1: no totally uh, yeah especially with creative things it's uh and yeah i mean you're someone who i think you make what you do look easy when people kind of see the final product but yeah it's not always easy consistently putting yourself out there coming up with new ideas things like that
0: yeah it it, it gets i it guess a little tough but interesting i'll take this over anything else honestly uh next question we have here if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want?
1: I I definitely struggle with this one a little because I just like find so much joy in physical activity and like working out and sports and things like that and I would I would hope that I can kind of always maintain that as I age. Like, I'm I'm big on that. Like, I want to stay healthy. I want to be fit, you know, as I'm older. And, uh, like, my kids aren't... My kids are never beating me in basketball, I promise you. No, I don't care if I'm, like, 65.
0: I'll beat the shit out of my kid. I never
1: <laughs> But this is almost like a trick question. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I would... Uh, I think I would want to retain the mind of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of my life. I mean... I'm just so in my own mind as it is Mm -hmm. and just like always being able to find that creative space. And I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of all you've got is like you and your thoughts. So I I definitely wouldn't want to lose that. And I like dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff. It's like scares the shit out of me. Like
0: see it. Like it it doesn't scare me. And we've had this conversation before. Like my grandmother has dementia so sometimes when we visit her, she thinks she's on like a cruise ship. And she's like, When does this boat leave? And we're all just like, Yeah, it leaves in like an hour. Like we're gonna just hang for a little bit and we'll just you know, whatever. To me, that's not bad. I mean, there's bad parts of it when you come when they come back and they start to realize, like, I can't remember anything and they're now now they're self aware of it and that becomes sad. But when they're in it, it's like, yo, they're just like it's whatever your reality is is like is true. You know what I mean? So if if, if I think I'm on a cruise ship just yeah, I'm on a cruise ship then. And, like, what's better than being on a cruise ship? <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, that, that does make a lot of sense to me. I guess it's when you're not in that position, you just kind of think, that's you know, sad is, is it, it's sad to see. Is it hurting kind of your loved ones? And, I mean, you just, you even touched on it before. It's just, like, I think we're kind of both on the same page with the importance of friends and family. Mm-hmm. So just the idea of, like, one day forgetting them or yeah. forgetting who those people are, that's so scary. Because That's I, just like the most important thing to me.
0: To me, this is like an easy one because, like, I, I'm it says for the last 60 years of your life. Like, obviously, I'm gonna go mind because, like, yeah. you really don't have to only have to worry about like half of that, like the last 30 years of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I mean? Like, once you get to like 60, that's when your body starts taking a
1: decline. I guess it's just, I mean, there's just a question. So, it's like wherever our mind takes it. But you know, if you, I guess, if you pick mind, it's like what does that mean for your body? Like, are you, yeah, I'm going to start like truly like
0: I'm obese and I can't move
1: or just some sort of like crippling yeah, type of disability or like, cause that's scary too.
0: Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I'll, I'll probably take mine. I, as long as you have your mind and your, your wits, you're, you're kind of,
1: you're good. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, do you have a, do you have a hunch about how you will die? This got serious um not really
0: but i'm one of those people that i i I mean i believe this and i don't believe it at the same time because i've it's proven wrong and wrong all the time but like you ever like feel like so many things are going good for you that something bad has to happen
1: uh yeah every day
0: right so the secret hunch thing it's like sometimes you just get that thought in your head you're like where I, I start to feel like I, I am so blessed that there's no way this lasts forever. Like, f- like till I'm 90. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I uh, no part of me truly feels like I'm going to die young. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't really have a secret hunch about that, but it does pop into my head like, things are going so well for you that something is going to happen.
1: Yeah. And the better things get, the more... You have those thoughts, right?
0: Not really. Uh, to be honest with you, that it doesn't happen that often. No. No. It doesn't happen that often that I think about it. I really try not to because I find it to be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I think about that? Like, yeah. that'll drive you insane. Yeah. You know I have I
1: mean? those kind of, like, fleeting moments of, yeah, like, things are going well, like, something's gonna happen like when is the bad news coming like it's bound yeah. to happen which like at the end of the day it it is bound to happen at mm-hmm. some point um but yeah i mean i i don't give like i have those feelings sometimes but i don't give thought to that like my answer would be no like i've no yeah. hunch about that
0: i also i'm like I, especially lately i mean we'll probably get into this later on but You know what? I'm not even gonna say it. We'll we'll just move forward because I I know it's eventually gonna come up. Uh, The next question we have is: For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, number one is friends and family. That's just, I don't know. I I mean, I just feel super lucky and blessed, you know, for that. Is just having, you know, a family that I consider my best friends and kind of best friends that I consider family I just think at the end of the day you know there's there's not much that's more important than that. Is kind of the people that you surround yourself with and the people who will be there I guess I almost feel like that's an obvious answer so I guess my quick secondary answer is you know I really truly do wake up every day like how like how am I actually like doing the things that I want to do like with the people and mm-hmm. it's just like it's you know it's 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 been like that for a while like I just feel like I've crossed paths with you know amazing people that you know I never expected to from like you being one of them to you know people like you know our mutual friends that like we get to work on wing with and before that elite daily and just being able to like everything you feel like yo how the fuck do i keep getting so it's just like not not real and like it's 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 hard work which like i do appreciate because like i do know that i work as hard as possible but yeah it's just so grateful to like wake up and not feel like you know i'm going to this job today i'm doing this work like i just feel like I just get to wake up and just like live life. Cause like the things that I get to do, whether it's for work or whatever category they fall into are the things that I would want to do anyway. And I get to do them with, you know, friends and people that I do love.
0: Yeah, that's fire. Uh, for me, I guess it's like, you know, obviously, I mean, it sounds so cliche when we bring up like, what are you grateful for? What do you love about your life or whatever? It's like, the family thing is is the friends and family thing is huge for me. Like it's it's just, it's a giant part of my life, and like I can't hammer that home enough. That if something were to happen to that whole structure, like you take one screw out, and I would crumble. Like mm-hmm. I, I like literally, it it would it would be bad. Um, but on a personal level, what I feel most grateful for, I feel grateful that, f- you know, for some luck of the draw, whatever, I have a lot of. Uh, Leadership skills Like people look at me as a leader Like they Mm -hmm. listen to me You know what I mean And I've had that my entire life I've never had to deal with like Bullying or any of those things Because I always just did my thing And I was like I don't give a fuck Like whatever And You know I'm I'm happy That That's the case Because I know what the other side Has And like Mm -hmm. what What the other side Deals with And it's like fucked up and I'm able to kind of change people because when you're in that position, especially as a kid, when you're like the popular kid and people are looking at you, you have the choice to either save the kid who's being bullied or just tell people to go bully him or whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just grateful that everything that's happened, into, happened in my life, I wasn't that kid because I've had that power my entire life. hmm to dictate what goes on and I never made the wrong choice as far as that goes you know what I mean like I always tried to make sure that my group of friends as they were being added on weren't into drugs and weren't drinking and weren't involved in any of that shit and if Mm. I felt like they were I'd be like yo and I would try to like get them out because I've always had that thing where people are like looking at me like yo what's good you know what I mean? I always tried to be like, yo, let's stay away from that mm. as, as long as you could, you know what I mean? Like being a kid, obviously when we were younger, we used to like drink and shit when you're 16, but growing up, like even younger, there's kids, you'd be surprised. They're smoking cigarettes no, and like doing drugs and shit, yeah, and whatever. And like, I always was like, yo, let's just get away from that. So like, I'm, I'm very grateful, I guess for my upbringing and my, my brothers for being on top of me. of not being a shithead. <laughs>
1: uh, but that's a cool answer yeah. though. I I like that. That's uh. That reminds me of, like, even, like, a few years ago when I was younger, I would always, like, because there's a time where, like, and I go through phases of, like, I need to, like, I never really do it, but, like, journal or, like, at least just, like, before I go to sleep, like, can I write one sentence of, like, something I'm grateful for? And something I always used to do was just, like, similar to that, just that idea of, like, for some reason along the way, like, I just made good decisions. Like, people get caught up in so much shit or just make bad decisions or kind of like gravitate towards like bad influences. But I don't know. It just kind of like never happened. And I'm just, I was like always thankful for that and for just like being open-minded. I don't know if that's like a nature versus nurture thing, but like, you know, just like being naturally like open to like anyone. Like, I mean the conversations we have on this show, like not like seeing color. A lot of people are like, yeah,
0: exactly. Like a lot of people are not okay with, like gay people
1: or people who are into
0: weird shit. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Oh, yo, what the fuck? You're like, and I'm I'm so the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. It's ins- like I can't even stress that enough. Like I'm I'm completely no part of me can do that.
1: Yeah. Like I just need like diversity to function. I like uh, yeah. Need I need to meet need people it. that have lifestyles different than mine. And like yeah, so many people are just closed off to that. And yeah, maybe that is like upbringing. And we can kind of like thank our parents and our environment but so many people are just are not like that and are just, you know, kind of closed off. Hmm. Is it my turn? Uh no, I think it's my turn. Oh, okay. Um this is actually a good segue. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be?
0: Um, hmm. I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but I honestly feel like I was raised perfectly <laughs> and it's it's funny because like you know about my upbringing mm-hmm. and someone like you could be like what is this kid talking about because like a lot of shit happened when I was growing up but I never talk about it and I never like whatever and I won't talk about it because it's not anybody's business but I really feel like I was raised perfectly because there was a healthy balance of things you know there wasn't a perfect life obviously there were things that happened along the way. Some, are, some could be detrimental to certain people, but thankfully with my mentality and the way that I was raised and I turned out, it didn't. It made me stronger. I used it as fuel, whatever you want to say, like all the cliche stuff, whatever. But, you know, my father, he worked two jobs so that my mom could stay home and raise all of us. Which she did. She was a stay-at-home mom. She raised all of us. They didn't want to get a nanny, some random person to raise us, whatever. And, you know, my dad was also equally hard on us when it came to, like, sports. And sports, for me, I think is very, uh, like, essential. In my upbringing. Just like the whole idea around it. Like my dad was very hard on us as far as sports. Not like get out there and practice. Or like run shuttles in the backyard. But with losing and stuff like that. Like making sure we were being taught those lessons. Through sports. That you're supposed to get from them. So for instance like when I was growing up. He was my basketball coach. And and tryouts. You know whatever. I thought I was the best player in the fucking team. And he was like yeah I don't think you're better than the other point guard. So he fucking benched me. Mm And, like, a lot of parents don't do that. A lot of parents like, hey, why is my kid not playing? Totally. Or whatever. My dad's the complete opposite. He's like, dude, this is sports. If you're not good enough, you're not playing. And that mentality, although we're just talking about sports, when you apply that to other, you know, facets of life, it's like it, it's, it's very good in molding a child's mind. And thinking like, yo, no one's going to give you anything just because they know you or just because they're related to you or whatever, or because you think you're someone that you're not. So I was very thankful that, you know, my, my mom was very loving and caring and I fucking love that woman. Like I would do anything for her. I would go homeless. I literally, I swear to God, I would literally clear out all my bank accounts to zero and give it to her and figure it out. Like I love that woman. And my dad, I would do anything for as well. And I'm thankful that he taught me so many things and how to be a strong person and how to be incredibly giving. Like my dad is the most giving person in the world, even if he has nothing. If he lives in North Carolina, if I called him right now, I was like, dad, I need your help and I need you here. He would literally be in his car before I hung up the phone. Isn't that crazy?
1: No, uh, trust me. I know. Like, it's, it's like, like
0: he's 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 really like that. And it was so funny because we always used to say, like, yeah, dad will fucking help everyone else out, build houses for them, but he won't fix this fucking lamp in right. our house. You know what yeah. I mean? But he's he's just so like that. Like, if you need him and you need him from something, he'll, like, do it. Like, he just gets so much uh, satisfaction out of helping. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, his purpose is to help. So, when he doesn't have that anymore, like, who the hell knows what's happening? But, like you know i'm just so thankful that i got a balance of all those things and my siblings are fucking incredible too so growing up and being the youngest when you have three other great examples of how to be it's, it's fucking you know it's easy for me
1: yeah no i would like i couldn't even bring myself to think of like a way that i would have been raised differently cuz like similar to like you said it's like like we're just so lucky to have parents that like i feel like my parents are just more selfless than like maybe I could ever be like and I hope that when I do become a parent it'll just kind of like be intrinsic and like I can be like that but it's the same thing it's like I don't know I like look at my parents as like they completely dedicated their lives to kind of raising me and my brother and making sure that the family was together and like my mom owns her own business small business and it's it's like i feel like she had opportunities to almost like expand but kind of you know it's just like kept it in in like a comfortable place so that she can be home for dinner and like my dad as well like he he is in like uh the healthcare field and he's he's like a nurse actually male nurse like uh meet the parents Mm -hmm. um nurse like manager he like runs the operating rooms he's you know been doing it for a while but like i remember hearing stories of like he always had these like much bigger job opportunities to like work in hospitals in the city and like oversee all these things i don't even know what they were but always turn them down because if he did that then he wouldn't be able to you know make it to my lacrosse games in high school and things like that and it's just like selfless to a degree that i couldn't even imagine right now yeah it's insane
0: yeah what the fuck was that just so you know like i don't know if i said it on the podcast because they had the pause button but i hung something up and then it fell down so i thought someone was like breaking into my apartment so that's why i said what the fuck was that um anyway let's get to this next question
1: um is wait there, we are on what oh we are on we're on phase two we're we We're on phase two We have to let people know yeah so they're, they're apparently i mean i think forward. i think phase one was easy pretty light i think there's this kind of like a lot of positivity so yeah we'll see what happens in phase two
0: uh phase two is there something that you've been that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it yet?
1: Ooh. The first thing that I think of is go to Japan. I just really want to go to Japan. That's like my dream trip. Japan? Yeah. I mean, I just like love traveling. I love Japanese culture. I love sushi. Damn. Yeah. But that one, it's almost like... I'm not mad I haven't gone yet because I guess the answer why I haven't is is like I want to go so badly that I'm almost like saving it for like I don't know when the times are like when I could like really spend a lot of time there Mm -hmm. and like travel the whole country and not just like go and make a quick trip out of it although now that I'm thinking about it I I can't think that way forever because you know sometimes you wait for that perfect time and it never comes yeah.
0: I think for me, I don't know. I mean, we talked right before this podcast where I was like, yo, my dream one day is to open a bar.
1: Yeah. You literally just said that. I
0: would love to do that. And like, that's my dream to have a bar. Uh, But I don't know if that's my answer. It's kind of weird because now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm like, why don't I have an answer? Yeah. This Cause is like, is there something that you haven't done yet or that you've dreamed of doing? And it's like, Am I it's like these make me these questions when I don't have answers for them they make me feel like am I too wrapped up in myself or am I just like in this like little cocoon and there's this big world out there and like do I just not want a part of it like I need to get the fuck out you know what I mean because I, I'm not crazy about traveling no no I'm not I'm not a person who's like yo I just want to go on like mad trips Yeah, see, like, I'm, I'm not like that, that. I'm not like that at all. And I have no interest, especially now, to just go on vacation, like sit on a beach for a week. Like, I, I don't like Oh,
1: that. oh. I hate beach vacations. Well, yeah. I hate the word vacation too. But I like go, like Travel- seeing <laughs> other cities and like other places around the world. I guess that and would be cooler.
0: People. Like if there was like, you know, things to see, there was kind of an, an itinerary of things to do.
1: Or more so just like embed yourself in a new place to like kind of do what you do here. And like you, yeah. I mean- you're you love conversations you love meeting people and then you kind of get this network of friends all over the world but yeah i mean
0: i guess i'm kind of like that because like i i've gone to bars well it's not true like i've been at bars and everyone leaves and i'll stay and i'll talk to the bartender i'll talk to people who are sitting next to me whatever i love that and i love the idea of being a bartender as well Um, yeah you have
1: this weird like fantasy
0: i would i want to be a bartender so bad
1: so you're just going to own a bar one day so just bartender. so you can be a bartender.
0: <laughs> no, but I think that being a bartender is like a cool job. Like not at a very busy bar. I'm talking about like a dive bar. Yeah. Where like there's a pool table and like there's classic rock playing but like it's not loud. Mm-hmm. You could hear everyone. It's not super crowded. Maybe on Saturday nights it gets crowded whatever, but for the most part it's just like a dive bar. Like there's regulars like, "Yo, oh, this is this guy." And like there's no people that come in you you, you talk to me conversation. Like I love doing that and I love talking to people and like just, you know, I love doing that. So I I can see how traveling maybe is different than, you know, whatever, but when I really think about it, like when you're talking about traveling, it makes me feel like, am I so wrapped up in this like cocoon that I've built that I like, I can't get out
1: of it? Honestly, yeah. And when you said that, that just made me change my answer because, (laughs) no, because it's true. Like I... I mean, like, I, I know I'm a selfish person. I don't think I'm a bad person. Yeah. And I think I do selfless things. And, like, like I love my friends and family, like I was saying, and doing things for people. But, like, I, like, most of the day, like, 98% of my time is dedicated to, like, thinking of the things I'm doing yeah. and what's next and what else can I do. And it's, like, yeah, that's not always good. And, like, even traveling does become selfish in that way. Honestly, one thing that I haven't done and I can't really say why I haven't done it except, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just like scared or I'm just not able, like not at the point to like dedicate time away from myself, which I think is a problem is like, uh, just volunteer more and like feel like I've truly made like a selfless contribution that, like I'm not that isn't self-involved in any way Mm -hmm. you know I've done it like a couple like one time in college I like volunteered at soup kitchen and one time I went to like a children's hospital which was a crazy experience but you know I like I haven't done that since and like that is something when I picture myself kind of like older is like that that's something that I want consistent in my life but it's hard like it's just like I said, like, I'll admit, like, life I am in the way selfish most of the time. Yeah, but it's my own doing. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can find the time for anything. Mm-hmm. Word. Uh, Ooh, uh, what am I asking? What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Wow. Greatest accompli- accomplishment of my life.
0: Uh, is um, It's currently happening. Um,
1: it was that uh snipe in Fortnite from like four hundred yards out, like, right? Yeah, it was two fifty nine. meters. Two fifty
0: nine. Uh, no, my greatest accomplishment in life is uh buying my mom's house. Amazing. We
1: do people know that? Have people, you ever talked about? I've that?
0: never talked about it. I never said it, and like I don't want to say it because I don't even know if my family is like wants me to say it. Well, you said it. I so. said it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it on here because I know that like the community around our podcast is very like. They're awesome Mm -hmm. and they're not dicks, but uh, yeah, I I bought my mom's house and like, it's insane. Like I still can't believe that I was able to do that. And I'm incredibly thankful that I could do that. And um, like way back, like maybe a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. We were really talking about actually, no, this was like three years now, three years ago you know, my family had a meeting and we just kind of like, we're like, yo, we can't afford this house anymore. Like, we just can't, we just can't afford the house. Like no one, you know, my sister was in school, my brother was doing this and that and whatever, blah, blah, blah. There was a lot of stuff happening. And I was making good money for me, but not like to also pay for the house and shit. Like I wasn't making a ton of money three years ago. And my mom grew up in that house. She was born in that fucking house. So like, this is Oh, her she house. was born there. Yeah. Wow. This is her house, and I'm. I can't. I couldn't even wrap my mind around leaving. <clears throat> I was like, "There's no way I can do that," and I told her, "I was like, we're not selling this fucking house." I was like, "We're gonna. I'm gonna figure it out," and I didn't even like know what I was talking about. But I just like, fi- you just feel it where you're like, "This is. There's no way." I'm very like extreme and dramatic when it comes to energy and like feeling and like i i say it out loud like i don't give a fuck like i knew in that moment i'm like yo we're not selling this fucking house i was like there's no way like i just i know i i would know if i felt defeated right now then we would but i don't like i feel just like we're not doing it and then eventually it came to the point where i was able to do that and we all would have been not fucked but you know it it helped tremendously that i was basically
1: you were able to kind of purchase the house to so that your family could keep it yeah that's insane
0: yeah it's 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 the greatest thing in the world and like i said before about my mom like i would do anything for her and doing that was like an easy decision like i didn't know it was possible like i was it was another thing where i was just kind of like wrapped up in what i was doing and i'm just like go 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 my mom used to say it to me all the time too she's like you're never excited like why aren't you ever excited (laughs) about things and I'm like, because I, I'm not done. Like I'm always like moving forward from things. And like these big things would pop out, pop up and she'd be like, that's amazing. Like you don't even look excited. I was like, I'm not excited. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just like always in go, go, go mode. And I wasn't even thinking about the house at all because it wasn't like a driving motivation for me. I just knew in that moment when it was happening that I was like, yo, it's not happening. And then I remember my brother approached me because he's like in business and finance and all that stuff. And he's like, dude, you know, this is like an option and i was like 100%. Percent.
1: You didn't even give it a second thought. No,
0: I, I like immediately i was like yo this is all i want. Right. And it's still the only thing that i actually want. Like my biggest want in life is to keep that place. And you know, thankfully it's it's bought like whatever and now it's all about let's maintain it. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure my mom could die there and not feel like in the next three years, like, well, we got to sell it now though, because I'm not doing so well. Like now I have a, I have a driving factor of like, let's keep this shit because I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? And like that is, that is the greatest feeling in the world. It's, it's insane. It's wild. It's, it's, um, it's unbelievable.
1: It's incredible. And, and I mean, you told me this, uh, obviously when it happened, I didn't know that your mom grew up there, which is incredible. She was born in that house. Wow. And, uh, yeah no I just remember when you told me it's just like that is just one of those moments that you just like pray you can have just to like have that ability to be able to do that it you know sucks for the people too, you love
0: because I can't even remember when I found out that I could mm. like I don't even think I was excited about that and I don't even remember the moment when I we like told her like yo we're not leaving you know what I mean and like she cries all the fucking time about it and I'm sure she'll cry in the next couple of days or whatever, the next week or so that it gets like finalized. Oh, that's
1: happening. That's like happening now. like now. Yeah. Wow. Like
0: within this month, it'll be like final. And we were all in the deeds so where everyone's getting a bunch of money too. And then
1: it's just like. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's great. I also it's great. think that the fact you haven't spoken about it. Yeah. Until right now, now that we're, uh, in phase two being vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, it just like knowing you for the time I've known you, like that just says everything about you. Like knowing the platform you have and the fact that people in similar positions kind of flaunt stuff like that all the time. Yeah. You can make a pretty dope video. A, about yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have been a yeah. pretty incredible YouTube video, but it's like, it's real for you. Like that to me is just a truly selfless act. Like you, you did that for your family and yeah, you didn't show anyone, you didn't talk about it. Like no one knew.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if my friends know and I tell them everything. Yeah. I, I, you know what it is? It's just like me and you, we have like deep conversations all the time. So that's why it'll come up because it's something I'm extremely like passionate about Mm -hmm. or whatever. And when you hear boys and stuff, you kind of just like fuck around for the most part. It doesn't really get there. It's sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. I'm sure some of my friends know. But uh, it's it's not something that I'm trying to, you know, make myself look a certain way because I don't care. Like, I, the only thing I truly care about is that we could keep that place. You know what I mean? And so it's – and I, I love separating myself from this, like, online persona. Not that it is a persona, but it's, like, it's a comedy thing. And right. it, this has nothing to do with that. There's nothing funny about this, like – and there's no reason to tell anyone because it already happened and it's and I know how important it is in my life and like yeah. how how great it is and how lucky I am to be able to do that and like that's all I I, I fucking need you yeah, know what yeah. I mean like that's I, I don't it, I would get nothing from telling people about it
1: no yeah what does like a video of Hey, let me uh, make my mom cry on YouTube today. Like it doesn't, it does nothing it for me. doesn't fit. It,
0: and I also like, I'm not crazy about watching it. I mean, it's inspiring to see sometimes and I can get why some people do it on that level of like, oh, this is inspiring sure. for some people. I just don't feel like on a large scale, it does that. I mean, a part of it, some people look at you and they go like, Yo, you could have just done this like without recording it, whatever. Yeah. For me, I'm like, if it comes up in conversation and, like, we're having a motivating conversation and someone needs that, like, sure, I'll I'll bring that up and be like, yo, if my dumb ass could fucking do this shit, like, that, <laughs> obviously, you can do it, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I don't think, like, on a large scale, it's like, you know.
1: Yeah. No, it's... Uh... And
0: I also don't want my intentions to my family to come off weird either. Yeah. I don't want them to feel like I'm doing this and then exploiting it for, like, to make myself look right, cool. Right. Like, I, you know, it's just, I don't care.
1: No, it's, uh, that, that is inspiring. I mean, just knowing you and, and even when you first told me, I mean, that's something like I've, you know, held on to, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's just like you though. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people know that it's like you, like you would, you just wouldn't talk about that. You know, it just, it just wouldn't make sense the same way you wouldn't like buy dumb things you don't need or like, you know, like you just, you know what you like, you know, what makes you happy. And uh, I think you know how to kind of like find that balance and separate that online you from real you, which is good. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Well, shit, I should have went first for that <laughs> question. Bought <laughs> my mom like uh, some Gucci sneakers some for Gucci Christmas sneakers. once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Uh, whew. <clears throat> greatest accomplishment of my life. Um, well, I mean, you published a book yeah no i mean that that is a great personal accomplishment i mean i don't know like i don't know i I don't really talk about it on here i don't know if people know but i mean yeah like i've always i've always wanted to be like a writer and and i am a writer so publishing that book it came out what like a year ago is yeah i mean my dream was always to like go into a bookstore see my book on shelves and like now that that's happened um you know, it's incredible. And that moment kind of taught me similar to you, like your mom saying, like, you never seem excited. Like mm-hmm. I'm that way with most things too. Cause it's like, what's next, what's next, what's next is just like a stepping stone to like, what could be bigger. But you know, I'm just, I am happy that I was able to, you know, take that moment and just like hold the book, smell the book, go into bookstores whenever I can just to like visit it, which sounds creepy. And like, you know, the events I was able to do around it, uh, like I I really did like cherish those moments and that was good. That was kind of like the first time I was able to like tell myself like, you're going to be in the moment right now. You're going to enjoy this. Like it is an accomplishment. You can be happy Yeah. and then actually enjoy it.
0: Dude, that's so cool. Especially because a lot of, I would say most people go through life and don't really know what they want and don't know what they want to do. Yeah. So when you finally, like I tell people that all the time because I mean, I have these talks with my friends about, you know, whatever. And I try to be as motivating and inspiring as possible. And, you know, I'm like, once you figure out, like, really figure out, like, what you want to do, do that. Like, that's it. Just just decide this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And then never d- get distracted. If you have to work other jobs in the time being, which you did. Yeah, Totally. Even though you're like, you know, I'm not saying like just do that, meaning like forget all your job opportunities and just like whatever. Like you were working a full-time job and writing when you got home. It's just like you make sacrifices, you give up free time, you give up sleep so that you can make your dream happen. And if if you're listening to this and there is something you like, I know I want to do that, like just do that. Like every day you take steps towards that. You give up sleep and you give up you know, leisure time. There's no there's no room for sitting on the couch and watching TV when there's a dream to be had. Like, there is no room for that. Like, you sacrifice all of that to make it happen every single day. And it doesn't have to be, you know, just four hours after work or whatever. Like, you can get home and just dedicate an hour towards it as long as you're taking steps towards it. So, the biggest thing with you where I think this is like an amazing accomplishment is that you knew what it was and you're like, I know this is it. And you were able to do it and then to the point where you got published and had events and like your book is there in Barnes and Noble's like dude it was an experience for me to walk into that bookstore and see your book and be like, yo, my friend, like, remember I was walking around like, yo, this is my boy Greg, he wrote a book. Like, yeah. uh, it's it's crazy. Well, the like, fact
1: that I got you to read a book is probably my biggest Yeah, that's your, biggest <laughs> <laughs> that's your actual biggest accomplishment. Um, that's your actual biggest accomplishment. Yeah. No, man, I mean, it's true. And it's like the act of doing it is what's fun. It's It's like the finished product is great, but like the act of actually pursuing it like, knowing it's a risk, taking the time, and honestly, just, like, being crazy enough to believe that you can do things that are hard to do, like, that's what it takes, because I just feel like so many people, it's like, yeah, but this isn't gonna happen, or what are the odds, and, like, I even look back at, like, me trying to do that, I'm sure some of the things you've done, it's like, wow, like, I really didn't doubt myself at all, like, was I that crazy, naive, like, ignorant, like, what you know, but it just takes that, like, blind kind of like belief in yourself
0: dude i i think that is the most important thing in the world and like this may get a little drawn out here but i if that's crazy like i am psychotic because i don't even think it's crazy like i have so much confidence in myself and i'm so arrogant with like yo i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want especially now like now that it's come to fruition Mm. and like no one can really tell me shit now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are you really going to tell me? I can't do. You know what I'm saying? Like n- now it's like, you can't really tell me shit because in the beginning it was like, yeah, yo, you can't really do like, you're not like how much you're going to make money off of YouTube. Like what the fuck is going on? Like no one knew about like vlogging or YouTube. Or like what the fuck are you talking about? And then when that happens, it's like, all right, yeah, good job. But like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or like, Let's, we'll see how long this lasts. And then, like all these other things happen, and it's because I have a crazy self belief in myself that, like, I know everything, and I know the right answer, and I know what to do, and that's how I feel a hundred percent of the time.
1: Yeah. And, and the challenge is exciting, like that. The that's is how I see exciting. it too. It's like, like,
0: and I love building things from the ground up. It's like, yo, you you want to start at zero? Like, I don't want to yeah. build off of other platforms like too much. Like, obviously, it helps. Whatever, blah blah blah, but just the challenge is great. And like, just that self-belief and just know, like when you just know, like you just, you just know, dude, like you have to know. Yeah. And you have to be real with yourself and be honest with yourself. You can never lie to yourself, but when you just decide and you know, and you're just like, yo, there literally is nothing that can stop me from doing this shit. It's like, it's, it's over. Yeah. Like no one thinks that way. So when you do, you're in such a small bracket of people that everyone just gets the fuck out of your way. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh shit, this guy knows what he's talking about because you're so confident and you're so confident in yourself and you just move forward people just get the fuck out of your way yeah, and you just walk right up to the top (laughs) floor. Like literally, that's what happens.
1: No, it's just, yeah, and it's it's just that self-belief and it's that challenge and it's like, not to just keep bringing up things we're doing, but like, I mean, I guess we are talking, so whatever. Um, But it's like wing. It's like, what's like the hardest thing you could think of that literally makes no sense to anyone else? Yeah. Oh, let's, uh, Let's start a phone carrier. It's like, no, like that's not like a real thing. All right, let's make it a real thing. Like let's actually do it. Let's actually learn. Let's actually take the steps. Let's be crazy enough and have this belief in ourselves that we're just going to do something that no one else is going to understand why we're even attempting it.
0: Yeah, and it's so funny because I think on the surface level, people are like, yo, that's crazy. But when when you sit down and you really think about it, yo, it's fucking insane like we got in to the indus- to the telecom industry not knowing one thing about it not no, it knowing makes no sense. not knowing one thing like makes no zero sense. we didn't even <laughs> know what it was mm-hmm. and now you know we have all this knowledge we're building this company we're scaling at the moment and it's just like dude like that's insane and yeah. like just deciding and knowing it's the same thing yeah.
1: You're just like yo, yup, no we're gonna do it and that's just like that's what i see my life as in the future too like i there's no like career path there's no like one thing like okay yeah there's like writing there's creative things but like no like after phone carrier it could be anything like it, it's just like i just yeah. want this series of like moments and things that just like you know what what can we do now that is just like it's going to be fun it's going to be a challenge and it's like that to me is freedom you yeah know?
0: and like i've that's always been that like, still to this day is kind of like a a weird question for me when people are like what do you do and oh, I'm
1: like, I, I i can't answer that question anymore yeah
0: it's like i have no idea what i do at this point <laughs> and like I, I one of my friends was introducing me to some to someone the other day and like, yeah, this is Joe. He's, I don't know, he does <laughs> pretty much all this other shit. I don't fucking know. But it's like, I, I love that. Cause that was always a question too. When, you know, I was first starting out with my career or whatever. And everyone was just kind of like, so what's the end game? You want to be an actor? You want to be a stand up comedian? You want to do this? You want to do that? And I was like, well, I feel like I could do all this stuff. And like, I'm going to do all this stuff. Mm. I'm not going to give you a an answer now. And I just, you know, I think that's. That's awesome. Like you said, it's freedom. It's yeah. like uh, every day you could wake up and be like, you know what? I'm going to decide to do this now.
1: I think uh, it's a Donald Glover slash uh, Childish Gambino quote. He's like, I think he said, like, what I want to be in the future doesn't even exist yet. You know?
0: Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like,
1: there's yeah. Um, really super, super quick because... I think it was great to talk about like the book stuff as an accomplishment, but as much as I'm happy that I have a book out there and all that, I do have an answer to this question. That's not that super quick. It's actually in the book um, a little bit. There's a brief moment, like period of my life where I definitely started separating from my family a little bit and kind of like moved out and was like, it was just like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm working, I'm trying, I'm like trying to get into media, I'm trying to write, I'm like starting this career and I kind of like left them in the dust and like to me, I think about this all the time, even before seeing this question, like to me, my greatest accomplishment is being self-aware enough to stop and say like, wow, like I'm really separating myself from like the people I love most and that love me most and there was a real like seismic shift in my life where I kind of like, re-engage with my family and basically like turn them into like the core of my life and my best friends. Cause I didn't always have that. Like there was definitely kind of a time of separation and I'm just like always thankful that I was able to kind of not go too far off and like make them secondary. But yeah. that's my short answer.
0: <clears throat> so, I mean, this one's kind of related
1: in a way, but the next question
0: is what do you value most in a friendship?
1: I have a very specific answer to this. I value most in a friendship um, inside jokes. Interesting. Yeah. And just like, I, I think it means more than just inside jokes. I mean, I think inside jokes are just so important because that's just like, those are just like the moments, the language that you have with these people. Like that is just like the jokes you have, the things you say to each other that only you understand, like you get to create. like like I said, like almost like a language with the people that you're closest to. And like, to me, like inside jokes and just like the idea that your true friends will never change, like the dynamic that you have with your true friends will never change no matter what's happening outside. Like I've moved away from a lot of my friends. um, You know, I do things that like, like my friends like might not understand or like, it's just, it doesn't, like whatever it is, like whatever I'm doing it's like I can go back to my core group of friends and it's like I never left them. Like they don't like, they don't give a shit that I wrote a book. Like they're going to make fun of me or like whatever, you know, like examples like that. Like they're just the people you can go back to and just truly be yourself and, uh, have inside jokes. Inside jokes are so important.
0: Inside jokes. I was not expecting that. I don't even know my answer to be honest with you. What do you value most in a friendship? Uh, I think it I think it really depends because I think that you have different relationships with people, you know, and you, you value different things in them. Like, you know, I have certain friends that I value strictly just, like, their sense of humor. Like, I love being around this dude because he's so funny. Like, I appreciate that so much. And then there's other people where, like, for you, like you, for instance. Like, I value our relationship because there's, we can have, like, deep conversations, and we can have these talks, and, like, I trust you to know certain things that I don't, I, I don't have that kind of relationship with a f- a friend that I've known my whole life, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that you get from different people, but I think overall, like, to make it super general, I think is, like, the connection or, like, the love that's in a friendship, that's kind of, like, yeah, I would, like, I'm extreme, so I'd be like, yeah, I'd do anything for you. But, like, I would I, I like, I would do a favor for you or, like, whatever. Like, that sort of thing. People you can rely on. You know what I mean? And I want to be someone that people can rely on, like, to know, like, yo, if I, I know that if I needed this, I know at least I have one friend, like, Joe's going to help me out.
1: Just that, like, no questions asked, it's happening. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I, I love having, like, I, I feel like I have a bunch of friends that, would do that some to you know different levels would obviously whatever but i don't know it's hard to answer that question because like i said i think you get different things from different friendships yeah you know what i mean
1: especially when you have a lot of friends like you were saying oh, earlier yeah. on um all right here's the last question of phase 2 and then we are moving on to phase 3 okay if you knew that in 1 year you would die suddenly would you change anything about the way you are now living
0: uh yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I recently, I would say within the past two weeks, have discovered my purpose in life.
1: Uh, What?
0: Yeah. So I always thought, so I really th- sat down and I started thinking about like, you know, what's going on? Because sometimes I'll sit here on the couch looking out at this like gorgeous apartment and, you know, there's a studio in there where I get to make all these projects and I'm in control of all of it and I get to say whatever I want to say and people enjoy it. They love it and it's great. But sometimes you sit here and you go, why does it not feel like enough sometimes? And then I started really thinking about, like, whatever. And then some of my friends were going through some stuff, and they kept coming to me for help, and I was helping them or whatever. And then I started to realize that my purpose in life, like, the only thing that really keeps me going every day is helping people. And whether that is directly helping someone with a favor or, you know, doing volunteer work, giving back, charity stuff, or even with what I do now with the comedy stuff in a way that is helping people because even growing up, especially with my sister, whenever she would be upset or she was crying, like I literally would sit next to her and would crack jokes or say whatever until she left. I would not leave until she left. And she would, to the point where in the beginning she'd be like, get the fuck away from me. And I would just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it until she would laugh. And then I would walk away. Like I, I need to have that. Like, I need to be able to help. If if no one needs me and I'm not needed, I will disappear. Like, I will crumble. Like, I need to be needed. And to be needed, you need to be successful and you need to be great. So, I think that's what drives me to be great. And to. I want to be the most successful person in the room so that people can be like, yo, I need help. And, like, help me out here.
1: This is interesting. Yeah. Because... Hmm, okay. But if you care about certain people, would you want them get to kind of get to a point where they wouldn't need like where they can be self sufficient enough yes. in certain so, areas?
0: So yes, but I do get I do get satisfaction in that as well because nothing would make me happier than seeing my friends do great things. I love that I'm able to help out. You know, a lot of my friends are, are doing this Twitch thing. I'm helping them out with that. A lot of my friends do podcasts and stuff here. Yeah. And like whatever. And I'm able to to help in, in that regard. And I would love nothing more for them to just make millions of dollars. You know, and, and if I'm not needed like that, that's fine. But, and I'm not even talking about it in a success sort of way. Because that's only one part of it. I, I, I need to be needed as also the emotional like people are like i'm going through some shit like i know i could talk to joe okay that makes sense you know i think
1: when you said the successful person in the room thing it threw me off but i get what you're saying like needed in some capacity where Mm -hmm. you're just always going to be a person that they can turn to you for something
0: i yeah i think my greatest accomplishment in life when i die will be that everyone knew that they could come to me for whatever like if if you needed money or you needed just to talk to somebody or if you needed you know, uh, help, you need to get picked up, you needed anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like you know that you can count on me to do that shit. You know what I mean? Because And, and I think that's, you know, and I, I actually, you know, it's funny, I found this in my mom's house in the garage. There was this piece of paper that was just like, they gave you like worksheets and like, kindergarten stuff it said like when i grow up i want to be a Mm -hmm.
1: it's like oh fireman or whatever because my dad was a fireman oh i wrote nba player i feel like everyone wrote nba player
0: i always wrote fireman because my dad was a fireman (laughs) he was my fucking hero so uh there was one thing that i wrote out and it was just like to be in a position where i can help my friends and family and i was mad young you wrote that yeah wow and i was mad young to say that and i don't even know what the why the fuck i would say that at that age like I don't know why what came over me, honestly, but it's so true that like that's the only thing I want, like the security of everything. And and yes, I do want to be the most successful person in the room, but I'm okay with not being that. Obviously, like I'm obviously I'm in a bunch of rooms where I'm not that guy. Mm -hmm. But you work towards that. But I like knowing tons of information so I can you know help people out, like yo, this is this and this is that, blah blah blah, and being a knowledgeable person as well. But yeah, I think that just being someone people can count on is enough and and nothing would make me happier than having everyone that I know be successful or even I'm not even gonna lie it would probably it would probably not annoy me but it would probably get to me if everyone I knew was more successful than me and but we were all still successful mm-hmm.
1: it would drive that's me. fair I think that's a yeah. very honest thought and like yeah i think that's something that like drives me in certain ways too like it's i don't think that's like wrong to admit because i don't think it's like greedy selfishness of success but like yeah that's kind of like a fantasy of mine too to like be able to constantly do things where like like oh if this person's down and out like I got you. Like I can do this for you. I can set you up with this. I can get you this job. I can. Like yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong it's, with
0: that. It, and and the reason why I say these past two weeks is because there was three instances that happened in the past three weeks. I'm not going to say what they were, but just to generalize them, one was financially someone needed help, right? And it's not a lot of money for me, but it's life changing. Not it's not the amount of money isn't life changing, but what the money but, could provide right, right, right. is not life-changing, I should say, but it improves someone's quality of life way more than it would for me. And, and you're not- fine
1: with doing that? And, like, for you to... Like, if I've ever given money away, the uh, like, the idea is to, like, don't expect it back. No. But, like, you don't find that that can get in the way of friendships or anything like that?
0: No, I mean, I, it wasn't that kind of situation. It was kind of like, I am fronting money and you're going to pay me back sort of thing. Yeah. But I have So, with, with money, I have, a, I have a rule that, like... If I ask you, like, yo, like, you come to me, like, yo, I honestly, like, I need help. And I go, how much do you need? And you tell me, I need $1,000. I'll give you $2,000. And I, and I won't expect it back. Like, I would never give away money that I feel like, yo, I kind of need this. I'll give you $2,000, but you're never going to get a dollar out of me again. Like, I'm not going to enable somebody. Mm -hmm. So I will double whatever the hell you need, if it's reasonable, but I'm not gonna give you another dollar again until you pay this back. Gotcha. Because I'm giving you your money that you need and breathing room, and I'm never gonna pay. And I'm never gonna give you another dollar. I don't care what happens. It's the principle of that, you know. So I'll, I'll do that. I like I, that for a reasonable amount. Not if someone's like, yo, I need five K. I'm like, well, here's ten thousand. Like, I'm not, you know, insane. But yeah, it was like something happened, like financially. Someone, uh, they didn't even come to me like, I yo, I need your help. It was just I was able to offer it. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was something emotionally that someone needed help with like they were going through a lot of stuff and I was just like kind of there for them and being like their rock like yo just talk to me whenever text me whenever like I'm there for you whatever and I was able to do that for numerous days at a time like weeks or whatever and then just straight up like life advice like one of my friends was like yo can I come over and talk to you I was like yeah and they came here and we talked for like two hours and it was just like had nothing to do with uh, with like YouTube or any of that stuff. It was just about life and like, yo, I'm having trouble like making some decisions in my life. Like, can you just like set me straight or like help me out and like just talk to me or whatever? And three very different people because one of them I've known my entire life, one of them I haven't known that long, and the other one is kind of like in the middle. So it was just then it opened my eyes to like, yo, this is exactly what I love. I love that all these people from different parts of my life need help in different ways. And they all feel like, yo, I know he's got me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, that was an amazing feeling for me that I've been like, not yearning for, but just sort of like, yo, what is, what is my purpose? Like, what is the reason? Like whatever. And I feel like that's it. It's just being someone that people can count on. Cause if you're a shitty person or, or if you're, like, an asshole or whatever, then people are not going to feel that way about you. So that just kind of validates of, like, Yo, you're on the right track, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that. No. I think that's a good answer. I don't even know where the fuck that question came from. I know. Uh,
0: oh, so the whole point of me saying that. Oh, yeah, that, if you would
1: die suddenly. Yeah, so the whole year.
0: point of saying all that was just kind of, like, if I was to die suddenly, I would drop everything that had to do with me. Like, I wouldn't do any of this internet stuff or whatever. Like, I would literally dedicate my life to being, like...
1: Being you know, there for I the people still, who will surpass you and...
0: Right. I I need to accumulate money still so that I could help people mm. and just try to make as much of a difference as possible. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would love to do a bunch of charity work and, like, visit people and, and just, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it wouldn't be about me anymore, to be honest with you.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that... uh yeah I think my answer is similar i I mentioned like the charity work and volunteering and things earlier. I think it would be that, and it would just be you know be less busy like i I wouldn't drop the things that I'm working on because again, like it's not like let me leave this job because it doesn't matter anymore. like I don't feel like I have jobs. I feel like this is just my life and the things I choose to do but You know, there's there's always more time. There's always more time to like talk to that friend, to be with your family, and yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think it would change that much, but I would just just find a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, with that, we are officially in the final phase. Phase three. Glancing over these questions, it uh, you're gonna wanna stick around because it does change up quite a bit. It does. Um. I mean, I I think we just jump right into phase. three. Yeah, I, I got the first one here. The uh, first one is the it's, last light one, yeah. and then it uh, gets it's, a little serious. This one's very
0: general. It's share with your partner an embarrassing moment of your life. I know my answer, and you were there for it. Really? So like,
1: yeah, go first. I can't, why am I drawing a blank on this?
0: So like, for me, there's not a whole lot of embarrassing moments that stand out to me, and like whatever, because I don't get embarrassed too often i mean i'm i put myself out there like all the time whatever but this was just like it happened recently and i'm like i'm gonna hold on to this because i was embarrassed but it was funny and i enjoyed it but i liked knowing in the moment like this is an embarrassing moment and i'm gonna hold on to this. i was there for
1: it you were there for what it. is this so
0: we went out to a bar and there was karaoke yeah <laughs> you remember this yeah so what happened though we were i was drunk and i was singing songs whatever and then i went over to him i was like yo put on santa claus is coming to town <laughs> yeah, yeah. bruce springsteen right yeah yeah so i just love that fucking song and mind you it's it's like march <laughs> right so i go up there i start singing whatever and no one is like feeling it at all right yeah, I, no no I that had, place was dead i, I had that. done like three other songs yeah. and, like i was crushing it yeah Yeah. and then i put on this song and like no one was feeling it at all it's like march <laughs> to the point where some dude <laughs> just comes up to me and grabs the mic out of my hand and is like no nah, 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 yeah, like, yeah you're yeah. done you're i done. remember you're done. that and i just started laughing and like i had to take that walk from like where <laughs> i was all the way back to the bar and i remember thinking in my head like yo this is an embarrassing moment like you look like a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> and like it was fine because like it doesn't happen too often because I think that I try to avoid it so much of getting embarrassed that I almost enjoyed the fact that it happened that yeah. I was like, thank you <laughs> for like taking a risk and not being like a loser and being like, oh, I'm not going to do this song because I think I don't know how people are going to react. Like just get embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think there needs to be more embarrassing moments in my life. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's interesting it just means like you're taking risks yeah yeah
1: no i know it's hard to answer because like i love being self-deprecating and it's like yeah like it's hard for me to get embarrassed because it's just like i just immediately find the humor in it
0: right i mean for me i was like i know this is embarrassing but i also think it's so funny because i I laughed immediately Mm -hmm. like i knew that like i can't wait to tell people about this because it was was so funny
1: yeah that's uh, that's funny i don't know i'm trying to think I'm trying to think of some sort of answer. Oh my God, this is bad. I mean, I like pooped my pants in third grade on the bus. That's kind.
0: Of, oh, on the bus. That's <laughs> trash, dude. Yeah, third grade's bad. a little old, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a little
1: old. I don't know. I might have to come back to that someday. All right. What's the next one we got? Uh, when did you last cry in front of another person or uh, by yourself? Uh,
0: Last so time I cried, I think I, I cried at my sister's wedding. Mm. Not like full on like
1: cried, but definitely a lot of water in those eyes. Oh yeah, uh, I'm good at like holding it back to an extent, but like yeah, I tear up all the time and no one would ever notice it.
0: I could, yo, know, I'll cry at random wakes. Like I cry at wakes
1: like you would not like easily. Well, I think that makes sense.
0: Like any, uh, even if I don't know them, I'll just walk in, I'll start crying. Like I, I hate seeing people upset. It drives me insane.
1: I cry at sports all the time sports and movies not movies because of um like like the scene itself but like if i see someone accomplish like something great in a certain moment like a big touchdown catch or like some moment in sports or like someone just like acting their ass off in a movie or like putting out a song that's just like oh my god this is a masterpiece like i tear up from like that feeling of like you did like it. Like someone yeah. just accomplishing what I know they've worked so hard for. It, mm-hmm. That I don't know. That just gets me. I fucking...
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. So, like, this other part but of the yeah, question like, is by yourself. The, uh, yeah. And it's just like... Like, yo, those fucking, like, X Factor videos where they get the golden buzzer. Yeah. That's exactly what you're talking about. Right. Uh, that makes sense. I think where that's, that's... Someone gets up there and they're so fucking nervous. And, like, these four judges these famous people in front of you and then this whole fucking room of random people and you get up there and just crush it and you're like not that confident because you're so nervous and then someone hits that golden buzzer like yo you're skipping like whatever I don't even know what the fuck the golden buzzer does but like sends you to the live show or whatever that means and these people start like bursting out crying and I'm just so happy for them that i like I'm gonna cry yeah. I'm gonna cry so hard also there's this video on the internet I, it could cr- make me cry If I watch it right now. Steve Harvey. Right. Type in Steve Harvey. I I don't know what the fuck the thing is, though, but basically Steve Harvey show, obviously. They had people call in for his birthday. And he's like, let's see who this is, whatever. Pop up on the screen. It's this old white dude. And immediately Steve Harvey starts crying. He's like, oh, and he starts crying. And it's the dude who he's like this guy gave like set up an account for me for like twelve thousand dollars and let me run up the bill and like he was just like he had faith in me and like let me start my career Mm. so I'm like you know this is the guy who gave him like the shot it was just some random dude who like knew him and they both started crying dude I was bawling by myself. That's enough. I just love, I love like the happy cry. It's yeah, so, it's, yeah, yeah. I love that. Because once I get it going a little bit, I'm like, oh, this kind of makes me a little upset. I start watching mad videos just to get it out. Mm, like, you know, fuck mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just get this cry out right now.
1: I think it's healthy. I'm, I'm pretty bad at crying. um I mean, my answer is it's intense. I'll preface this by saying, and we kind of spoke about this briefly. Um, but I feel like we're in phase three. I feel like <laughs> we're in phase three. This uh, this conversation's healthy. It's good. It's something that people should do. Um, but yeah, I mean, the last time I cried by myself was actually probably like two days ago. So not, not to get in the detail. But what, what I was saying is I do want to preface it by just like how like helpful this conversation is and just like being able to like lose myself in things mm-hmm. like this and having creative projects um uh, you know when tough things happen but long story short basically spent the last two days kind of visiting the hospital got bad news about my aunt and uh yeah I feel like what you feel probably about the house of like just wanting to like almost share with this community of listeners because you know they'll understand um but Yeah, basically kind of like emergency surgery. She was bleeding from her intestines. They found kind of like a mass. Basically, odds are it's like colon cancer, which is tough because I've... uh, We've talked about this on previous episodes, the cancer episode specifically. I lost my grandma to lung cancer, and it's just like like one of the worst things that can happen to someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like seeing someone just like get so much taken out of them, so... Basically, at a stage now where, you know, it's going to kind of be a long, long journey ahead. Um, so I think the whole family and friends thing that we've been talking about just really, you know, is going to come into play more than ever. And uh, yeah, I think that's like the beauty of having those kind of people. You get to share the happy moments with them, but then you just never know, you know, when you are going to get bad news, whether it's you know yourself or your loved ones. And uh, I think those people are just kind of equally important. Um. Uh, so definitely thoughts and prayers to my aunt please but yeah basically i don't know, i don't cry like a lot in front of other people i kind of got the news i was with my girlfriend and then just like you know kind of like once we started hugging after i got off the phone with my mom it was yeah, just a like, hug does it that it, it's like that physical touch like really yeah. just like it's like brings don't if it you out. Didn't touch me i'd be fine but yeah. the fact that you touched me and I'm I'm so like in those moments, like as sad as I am, it's just like in my nature to like keep your composure, keep your composure, just like be the one who has it together, like be there for everyone. And it was just like I just felt that I was like starting to lose it with that. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I just like jumped in the shower by myself, kinda like let it shower out. Shower cry. Shower cry. It's healthy. Damn, it's that's healthy. dramatic
0: as fuck. It's fire. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't like Look, I wasn't, like, weeping, because, again, like, I I just, it is my nature to just, like, stay strong, stay positive, but it's just crazy, man, like, you know, when news like that hits, it's just, like, it's never a good time, and it just, you know, it probably goes without saying, but, like, everyone's gone through something like that, and it just, like, really, it just, like, shifts your perspective on, you know, how much time we actually have, and, like, what we focus our attention to, and you're just, like, immediately start thinking like am i wasting time on things how much time have i wasted like sitting scrolling on my phone and um but yeah i mean hey we're in phase three so that's uh that's what's (laughs) going on in my life right now and i think it's important (laughs) to kind of put it out there
0: for sure uh this next question is a doozy jesus if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you
1: told them yet? Wow. Um. So my answer, I don't think it's a th- one thing that I've um. Like haven't told someone. I think that. Kind of something that like immediately comes to mind. I can't remember if we've ever spoken about this before. Because like we have like spoken about family a lot, and I feel like so many of these answers just keep circling back to yeah. you know family, um, which I think says a lot about us, and that's a, that's good. Yeah. Some <laughs> family guys. Um, but yeah, like I just feel like I'm constantly working like on my relationship with my family, just because they are just like yeah, you know, I just put so much attention towards that, and you know, it's like it was almost hard to admit the first time I ever said it out loud. But I was talking to my brother and it's like, like I'm so close with my brother, like actually obsessed with my brother in a weird way. (laughs) Um, And like, yeah, people who know me like know that and they're also obsessed with him, it's weird. Just great person. Uh, And my mom has become like, just like my like friend, like she gets like younger by the day. She's like DMing me on Instagram all the time. Like it's like, she's like a friend like I went to college with it feels like sometimes, which I think is awesome but if i were to die this evening it it with no opportunity to communicate with anyone so not what would i most regret not having told someone i would just regret like i just feel like there's so many more conversations that i need to have like with my dad and like i love my dad we get along I'm so blessed that like you know my parents are still together and and all that um but he's just like yeah, I said to my brother once, we just like, kind of like, I forget what happened. We we're just like, do we like, do we know him as much as we can know him? And like, I just feel like my dad specifically grew up without a dad, never knew his dad. And like his, he's just so good at being a dad and putting his family first. And like, I don't know, my mo- he's like, he's like the quiet one. And my mom's just like, so in your face, like, Italian, aggressive, like, telling stories like a hundred miles per hour and um, yeah, I just feel like I would, I would just regret like not almost just like spending more time. And like, I, like I know these, like there's more to come with him basically just kind of like the heart to hearts and like, you know, just those really? like father son talks. I, I don't know. That's, that's the first thing that comes to mind.
0: It's weird because for me, it's also something with my dad, like, Ooh. so, Without getting into detail because, like, no one needs to fucking know, but, like, my dad lives in North Carolina. Everyone can see, people think, like, my dad's dead or they think that, like, you know, my parents, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they think. Like, some people are like, where's your dad? Did he, like, leave you when you were younger or some shit? Like, none of that happened. So, but there is no, it's not a mistake that he is the one who is by himself in North Carolina.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Like obviously something happened we're all together here and he's over there right, like right. obviously there is something you know what going on gotcha. obviously you know there's no mistake um and i have a healthy relationship with him i would say currently but as i'm getting older i'm starting to realize because there was a point in my life where me and him butted heads and we did not like each other at all and there was a very big point in my life where it was like that. And w- since then we've, you know, made amends and, and we have a healthy relationship now. And as I'm growing older, I'm starting to like examine myself more and see the kind of person you're becoming. Cause I feel like now at the age I'm in, I'm 26 years old. I feel like I'm starting to become who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And I'm just noticing like a ton of the good qualities I have came from him and I don't know if I've in the right way expressed that to him and have told him how thankful I am for the way that he raised us and like the things that he's instilled in me and I don't know if I've ever given him credit for it because since there was a lot of butting heads it was more focused on the negative negative. And then trying to just fix the negative and never really focusing on the positive things, so I've never really had to tell, like, had the opportunity to tell him, like, like thank you for making me like such like a giving person and like a hardworking person and you know a driven person. Like he always told us, like, you never follow the rules, you make the rules. And he's always been a guy that like could do anything. Like my dad used to play like tons of ind- instruments, and he knew how to get anywhere in the country without using a map or GPS Mm -hmm. or anything like he just like he he was just someone everyone can can need and like you know what I mean like and that's what I just talked about before like I I want I need to be that you know I want to be that as well and I think those are great qualities and you know everyone loves this dude you could throw him in any sort of environment like I'm sure he's the fucking mayor in whatever town he's in right now (laughs) uh and I think just letting him know that because I don't know if he knows that, like I, I don't want him to think that I am this broken person that feels like, oh my God, I don't have like the perfect relationship with my dad or like whatever. Like, Do you
1: think he would think that? I
0: I think that a part of him might
1: because because you've never expressed it. Maybe
0: maybe or just because like just being on your own for so long, like your mind just goes and you and mm-hmm. and you obviously I know like the thought has to pop into his head like what happened you know and make no mistake like it was for the better like our relationship and his relationship with everyone else could not have been as great as it is now had he not like moved out you know so so it was for the better but I just want him to know that you know, I I fucking love that dude. And that dude was like my first hero and he instilled incredible things in me that if he wasn't the way he was, I don't know what kind of person I would be. Like and I don't know if I would be as driven or strong or like whatever as I was. So like he is to like he's done more for me than like anyone could ever possibly imagine. And yeah. I like and I worry about if he knows that or not. Part of me feels like he might and like he's the type of guy too that if I said this to him, he'd be like, "Yeah, no fucking kidding." Like you know, <laughs> I mean, he would joke around like that. But uh, like I would really just want him to know that.
1: Yeah. Wow. No, that's uh, I feel like that's a very good way of, you know, kind of saying that that same answer. Like like you said, like just instilled values and uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because it's easy dads, to, say to it's easy to say dads. to my mom, like I, know, I see it's her like, all the time. I feel and, like we like, have similar relationships too. Like it's like yeah, like with my mom, it's so like just like like think, so we're much is just like, said yeah we're like, also
0: like boys and like you, naturally you're like closer to your mom i feel like yeah it is like, like you're stranger are like, you know like, like yeah yeah
1: well because then like masculinity comes into it and it's like you know like what am i supposed to be talking about with my dad like you you talk about different things than with your mom or you don't like open up as much but th- i think that's what i would regret like it doesn't have to be that way
0: right hmm um, all right, you go I think uh
1: Where did this go uh, uh, um. all right we got we just got a few left um your house containing everything you own catches fire after saving your loved ones and pets. You have time to safely make one final dash to save any one item. What would it be? and why mm.
0: do I have to pick an item? Cause I honestly feel like all this shit could go.
1: I mean, I think I, that's your answer.
0: Yeah. Like I don't really ha- I don't really put a lot of importance into material things. And that sounds very like way more dramatic than it's supposed to. And it sounds like cliche, but I really don't like, I don't really have like crazy nice stuff. Like, I don't, like, I would never get, like, a new belt. Like, you know how people get, like, belts that are, like, mad expensive and, like, yeah, yeah. just worry about it so much. And I oh, I never was a person that, like, cared about sneakers. Like, yeah, you got to keep my sneakers clean. Like, I just don't care, like, about that stuff. So, there, everything in here could honestly go. Like, I don't, if it burned down
1: and. Oh, they're just looking around at everything Yeah, I'm, like, looking right
0: around at stuff and I'm, like, looking at, like,
1: it Maybe was, the George Costanza pillow.
0: It would suck that like I would have to get a new computer and shit, but even that, like, whatever. It's like, you know, I could still do whatever the fuck I honestly, if I had to choose one thing, it would probably be my wallet so I didn't have to go to the DMV to get another <laughs> license. Nice, nice. I think about that all the time. Like, yo, know, I hate like if when you lose your license, it's so trash because you gotta yeah. go to the DMV. But like literally, I I don't know. I I don't think I would I would make a final dash in here. Although huh. to kind of change that question if i was walking past a burning building and there was a stranger inside i probably would run in there and get the stranger Mm. like a person but if everyone's out like whatever burn it down i don't give a fuck all right all right um as long as it's not my mom's house then that would be kind of that would be fucked up yeah but even then it wouldn't be an item it'd be like put this fucking house out so i could (laughs) you know what i mean
1: yeah no um this is it's not tough i mean computer aside um i did have a rapper moment once i bought a watch that's a little too expensive not a rapper <laughs> right. i i do i, mean, I, I really like watches yeah. so it's like it w- It would be really tough to leave that behind uh but my parents actually i think it was for christmas one year they got me this typewriter from like 1910 and i like have it on my desk and it's just like the sickest item I my own that's And fire. and like sentimental too like for them I think they got it for me like right when the book was about to come out and it's like that to me, like I see that and like, it just is basically just like a parents episode, but that just like reminds me of like, wow, like I, I really do have parents that have just always supported any dream, never called it crazy, never said like, be more logical, take a safe route. And uh, yeah, I th- I think that like typewriter, like them getting a gift like that just kind of says it all. I, I'd probably grab that.
0: I have played with that typewriter on numerous machine, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every time I come to your apartment, I'm like... You like the
1: break it a little bit every time.
0: Yeah. Um, Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing? Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, holy shit.
0: <sighs> That's the second to last one.
1: Uh, Wow. I mean, this is a very tough one to answer right now. Uh, With the things that I just mentioned, <laughs> I think just like... Oh my God, that's so crazy. This would be so much easier to answer if like I literally j- didn't just come from like the hospital today to like see <laughs> a family member. Yeah. Because, oh dude, it's crazy when it happens. Like like you even just said when you were talking about the house before, like, like we just always say in passing, like, you know, you're like, so I want to make sure like this is the house she dies in. Mm-hmm. And like that's, it's like a figure of speech, but like, holy shit. Like imagine like someone like that dying. It's like yeah. you can't even comprehend. But I mean for me find most disturbing, I mean my like if anything happened to my brother, I would like absolutely lose it. Like I yeah. tear up like thinking about his existence. Like <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I I I think him being younger than me and you know any like you know the grandparent I have left my parents would obviously, like, I, I don't know how I would handle that or what I would do, but, you know, my brother, because he is younger, it's it's just, like, that would just, like, make no sense. Like, I don't know how I could make sense of that happening. Like, I, I truly think I'd have, like, a why not me moment, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. So, like, right now, I have an answer for, like, right now at this very second. But then also I have like a future answer. So like right now, if I lost my mom, I feel like I would, I don't know what would happen to me. Like, I don't know. Like I I, I am finally, I feel like I'm finally at a point where I have mastered my emotions and like figured myself out. Like I I really feel like I have myself figured out. About who I am and who I'm going to be, and now I feel like when you get to that point, like now you can love accordingly, and it's like I love my mom so much. Like I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's like when you're able now to take care of somebody, it's like you have such a connection, and it's not even about, you know, you're able to take care of them or whatever. It's just like I'm just returning the favor, like you did this for me for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just getting to the point where I can start returning the favor. And it's and it's great. But so like today, if that happened, like, you know, I, I would, you know, it would be terrible. But at the same time, I feel like that's your mom and it's expected that right. she's supposed to go before you one day. And, you know, my mom's 60-something. So, like, you know Isn't what I mean? is that crazy to think about? Yeah. So, I'm not going to think about it. And I refuse to let you talk right now. <laughs> because I know where you're going to go with that. I'm not going there. But the the real answer here is my brother Keith. Like, I don't think people realize, and I, don't, I know he doesn't realize, like, how big Of a part of my life, he is. If, yo, Keith is like everything to me. Like, literally, like, I spent every day of my life with this kid. We've shared a room until I was 22. Hmm. Like, that's my best friend. Right. Like, he's the, and he is the most selfless person in the world. And he's amazing.
1: (laughs) Dude, he really is. And, and,
0: And, dude, like, whoo. This one's going to get me. No, but like he he really is like the most amazing kid in the world. And I know he wouldn't even be able to sit in this room with me saying this stuff. No. Because that's how just how he is. It just makes him like whatever because he's just not about himself at all, like in the slightest. No. He would literally give you less than what he had. If he had $0 and you're like, yo, I need $2,000, he would make $2,000 to give to you. Yeah he would find a way Mm -hmm. like that's the kind of person he is. And he did that for me growing up too, because that was my older brother and I was following him around. And like, he would always buy me stuff and he would always like take care of it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Or like whatever. And, and he's just, dude. that would affect me for the rest of my life? If, if Keith, if Keith died, none of what I'm doing, I'm a different person afterwards. I'm not even kidding. Like, There's no getting over that for me. Like I'm a very emotional, sensitive and like dramatic person that happening. I would never get back to where I'm at, where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. I would never get back to that. It would be the most detrimental thing. And I I feel like I would have to be hospitalized afterwards. I swear to God, I really feel like it's that, i feel that strong of a connection with keith. i
1: feel the same way Well, like when i'm in the presence of my brother <laughs> this is, it sounds weird because like I, d- I don't know if he has the same feeling <laughs> but like it's well one i want to say this is going to sound creepy but like i i didn't meet keith like that long ago yeah but i had such like an immediate connection of like the the reason why i think i just like gravitated towards keith and like we we're just immediately able to kind of like spark a friendship he wouldn't call it a friendship but you know <laughs> whatever this is this acquaintance and like joke because and i literally remember like after meeting keith like the first few times going back and telling my girlfriend like yo keith like reminds me of Cole. like he reminds me of my brother in a way like i see these like Traits and like, I've always, I would never say that to him. He'd be so freaked out if I said that. (laughs) But it's like, I feel that same quality like in Keith sometimes that like I feel with my brother of just like, I don't know, like I just want to like protect them like more than anything. And like, they're just so like, they're just selfless and like, like better than I'll ever be. That's how I feel. I don't know. And like, not consume like no ego no like yeah worry or stress about like you know like what am i doing what's my accomplishment what's like my legacy what's like oh like the things that i find myself worrying about i just feel like like my brother just doesn't have he just like is able to like live in the moment and like enjoy things and like that brings me so much joy and i and i truly see that in keith getting to know him
0: i i i honestly just tried so hard to think of a a time where keith did something that was selfish or like i don't even know if he's ever like thought about himself ever
1: i think he has like a disease that doesn't allow him to like Like, it might be a problem actually (laughs)
0: like i don't think he's ever thought about himself yeah like where he's just like i'm doing this for me it's it's always motivated by someone else like i need to do this for them or i need to whatever and i just like you know, I, I've never had more laughs with someone. I think he's hysterical and like, that's just like my guy. Like mm. the, I, I I, need that dude around. Like I don't know if I could ever move away from Keith. Mm. Like I don't yeah. know if I could ever like, even when I have a family and stuff, like I don't know if I could be away from Keith. Yeah. Like I would have to be able to like be driving distance from to Keith. Like I just would have to. Like it's 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 weird. I, I just, that would be so that's detrimental. Not at all. Like dude, it, I like, he's the man. I fucking love him. I'm going to go home and kiss that dude right in the fucking I know. Mouth. I'm like. <laughs> and he hates hugging and shit. And like <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. Like, I love hugs. Yeah. Like, no,
1: I do the same thing. If I, like, go back home or, like, see my brother, I'm like, I, like, nuzzle up to him like a kitten or something. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I love you more than anything. Like, <laughs> just love me back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Very similar. We're very lucky. Uh. Uh, we are on the very last question. Hmm. Share a personal problem and ask your partner. well, I guess we're partners right now. yeah um advice on how he or she might handle it. um Also ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen this is an interesting one. It's like an exercise yeah hold on share a personal problem right and then ask me how i might handle it but then i also have to tell you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen jesus are we smart enough for this i don't know let's wing it
0: hello um i don't know you know it's it's weird because i i always feel like I do a good job of like making sure that I handle problems. And like, I don't always do it on my own. Like I just, I'm, I'm very open. Like I always talk to people about things. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have like a problem off the top of my head right now because I've had such a crazy two weeks where I've done a little self reflecting and like working things out to point where I'm like, I'm at a very healthy headspace at this point. So I don't know if I have an answer now.
1: Okay. What if, what if I pulled something out that I think maybe I see? Pull it out. Wow. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. I guess it kind of goes back to you were talking about this very early on. Mm-hmm. I to me, it's interesting to see that you almost struggle with like fulfillment of everything you do. Like, are you holding on to things that don't make you happy? that you're either like afraid or unable to like cut off or change like what like what we we're talking about like fulfillment with like the things you do and how how you put yourself out there right like so- are you almost doing things that like are causing you to like like you you know whatever if it's like a YouTube video or like you end doing what you're doing and it's like there isn't the satisfaction there and you're like like, but I'm still like, doing it. I'm holding. Yeah. On to like, it. like, why wouldn't you just cut ties with it? Yeah. Because I, I, f- I, would feel like you're able to, unless I don't know. Maybe you're not. Second part of that too goes back to what you said before. Are there? Do you not find excitement in certain things? Like, are you are you missing certain moments by thinking ahead too far in the future and like not being excited for certain accomplishments and things? That's that's my two two part. I don't know, I guess we're calling them problems, but the questions that I have for you, that I've observed.
0: I think I definitely am holding on to certain things that don't necessarily fulfill me at the moment and I still do them because uh, I, I still do them because they I mean, I think that's like anybody though like it's not just me, it's you do certain things that you don't want to do because, you know, life gets in the way and it's like, all right, if this generates money for you, then you can have the money and you're able to help people with it, you know, or you're able to have financial stability, which is nice and it gives you peace of mind and, you know, you're not going fucking homeless or whatever. It's important. Uh, so that's that's the only reason why I would hold on to something. if there Do was, you
1: fear disappointing people?
0: Not really. I don't think I can be disappointing. I have no problem. Like, So, I mean, the Tuesday videos is what we're talking about at the end of the day. Like every Tuesday I'm putting out a video, but I've not been doing it. I've been doing it like every other week. It's not that it's not fulfilling because it's it's fun when you do it. But the fact that it's like, all right, now you have to do it. And it's like, all right, but I'm just not inspired right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know the last time I was like super inspired, like, yo, I can't wait to make this video. But like, for instance, the video I made tonight, I enjoyed making it. It was a lot of fun. I thought it was funny. Like one of the better ones I've done in a while. So it was fulfilling. But I wasn't inspired to do it. I like forced myself to get in the zone and like be able to write it. I like to just act on inspiration. And I realize that's not the real world. You can't just like do that all the time. So you have to work, quote unquote, and be like, I have to do this right now. Let me fucking do it. I'm right. I'm inspired. Right. You know, who the fuck's, in- I'm not inspired to wake up and take the train to go to my nine to five job either, dickhead. You know what I mean? I I, I realize that's, that's part of it. So I, I think yeah. that's the only kind of thing that I'm like holding on to. What was the second part of it?
1: Um, well, one, no, I just think that's like really cool for people to hear almost because that's like your almost, like, biggest platform and, like, what you're Yeah, doing I for. don't,
0: like, I don't, I, like, I really enjoy doing the podcast. I think it really, um it gives people a better idea of who I am because I can be more transparent. I think I'm funnier, too. Like, on the, on the basement yard, I, th- I feel like that's the best stuff I've ever put out yeah. was that, you know, and but people love the videos and like there's a million subscribers and there's millions of like on on Facebook that are expecting this kind of content. And I have no problem not giving them anything. Hmm. Like I don't mind disappointing people because I like me more than I like you, Right. you know? So I'm going to do what I do, what I want to do at the end of the day.
1: Is that a Kanye quote? It sounds like it, right?
0: Yeah. You know what the scariest part is about all that Kanye shit? Like everyone calls him crazy and stuff. And all the time I'm just like, "Yo, he's validating everything I've thought. Like I've heard him say things that I have thought for so long. Mm. I mean, besides the whole like, you know, the political stuff. No, but like, like all the stuff about like, you know, I am a God or like whatever. Not that I think I'm a God, (laughs) but like, or or like uh, the definition of a God, you know, not, not the one that, separates you from everyone else i have a belief that everyone's sort of like a god because when you think about a god you think of someone who can create reality you know and they create this whatever Mm. i think that everyone is a god if they choose to believe it you can create your own reality you are in charge of your own destiny you have you have the controller in your hand yeah so that's why i feel like yeah i i i am that you know what i'm saying like i i like he said this thing about being a superhero like yeah i am a fucking superhero yeah you know what i mean like i, I want to be that because i feel like i can do anything and i am capable and i can help other people in the process like that's my whole life so i like when he says things like that everyone's like yo this dude's crazy like he thinks he's a god like he thinks he's better than us or whatever and then when you watch other interviews where he gets more in depth about that like he has a problem with obviously communicating or whatever and people <laughs> can take things out of context and cut it crop it whatever but when you really get an idea of like where his head's at you're like okay that makes sense to me Mm-hmm. You know, and, and especially that stuff that people are like, yo, let's this us do, crazy. And then when I really dive even more deep into it, because I do it anyway, because that's one of my favorite artists ever. Mm. And like, I, I hear it, I'm like, yo, I feel the same way. In, it's an interesting in take I, on it. I feel like I am capable of creating anything. Like nothing's too big to me anymore, especially at this point when you have accomplished like a certain amount of things. And you just take that mentality and it's like, yo, if you were able to do this and you're able to do that, like, and not just, you know, YouTube stuff or anything physical, but just like emotionally getting, you know, to a certain point of being balanced and being able to not only balance your shit, but other people's shit as well. Yeah. You feel like you're capable of anything. So you feel like a superhero and a God. And like, that, that's why at this point, I feel like I'm such a clear headspace that I feel like, yo, I could do whatever the fuck I want. And that's where I feel like he's at because this dude i mean uh, what has he not been able to do you know what i'm saying this dude's been winning for so long and shit so this is true it's it's just like you know that's that's how i honestly feel it's
1: well so so you said balance i mean that's like i guess that that was kind of that was the second thing that i was asking you but if i had to answer this question it, it's kind of the same thing it's like okay so like you're you're self aware that You've accomplished a lot, but like, like for me, the question I ask too is like, am I enjoying? Do I enjoy enough small moments? And like, do I find that balance of like, like have the long term goals? Like, know what you're after. Know that like you're never settling, and that like there's always like more to accomplish. You know, creatively, emotionally, like whatever it is, finance, like whatever you want, but. Are you letting, are you letting too many moments pass you by?
0: I don't know because I, I, you know, I'm really thinking about it right now. I don't know if any of this stuff would ever make me happy. Like I don't know because you don't
1: seem excited a lot. Like I'll be honest, like what you said, your mom said, like, like I haven't seen you get like super excited for a lot of things. Right. But maybe you are. I don't. I don't know.
0: I get excited for things that people are like surprised that I'm like you you're excited for. But like for, for me, like I said, like I don't think any of this stuff would ever result in any kind of happiness because ultimately what I'm chasing is money. Like you're building things and like, yes, you also are in the process, like fulfilling yourself and, and telling yourself like, yo, I can do this and then you do it and it feels great and it's validating. But I don't think it would ever result in any sort of happiness or like I'm chasing some, some happiness dream. Like I think that a job is a job. And, like, the fact that I'm able to turn, you know, making people laugh and making content into a job is great and everything, but I would much rather just sit around a fire with my friends and family. Yeah. And, like, those, that's the only thing that I think is really going to make me happy. All the other stuff, like, I can't not have that. If I don't have that, I don't know if I could even, you know. <coughs> what I'm trying to say is, when I peel back all the layers and you just think about it in a very general sense of your job, like why do you have your job? Like even if you love your job, yeah, you have your job so that you can be successful, right? But we're all trying to impress somebody and we're all trying to be respected by somebody. So who are those people? Because, For me personally, I mean, maybe for other people, it's random people, right? They just want to be famous or whatever. But for me, I really only care about like 20 people. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, I I don't, I just, I want to be well off so that I could take care of those people if they needed my help. And I just want to be respected by them. Like, yo, you did Extraordinary things I don't want to be great I want to be extraordinary Undeniably great That even if you don't understand What I'm doing Or you don't agree with what I'm doing At least you know Yo this dude's still great
1: though But how wouldn't that bring you happiness?
0: That would But it's only from those people It's not from random people Oh okay It's not like whatever But I'm saying like If there wasn't that If there was no support system If there was You know I didn't have a good relationship With my my family and I had like two, fr- uh, even like, you know, whatever you had no real friends Yeah, yeah. and Who you didn't would have you a good relationship with your family yeah. and you could be as successful as possible. That's never going to bring me anything though. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because I really sit in this apartment a lot and I sit and I look around and I look at this apartment. I'm like, it's so nice. And like, you know, I'm, I'm financially stable and I'm making a lot of money now and I have a, a great job and like, I'm doing all these great things. But none of it compares to the relationships that I have. And it's, and it makes me sad to think that people work their entire lives sometimes to get to the point that I'm at. And I'm sitting here like, yo, it's not even like, like, yo, you can, you, your life is so awesome. Like, if you have those relationships with your family, like, dude, you got to just like look at that and be like, yo, this is, an, this is great.
1: Right, you're still seeking those same moments that bring you happiness. Exactly. The relationships, so it's like, the yeah, which getting is, away hard the have. you know, have, the, you know no. what I'm
0: saying? It's like your family's there and they're there for you for the most part. I mean, people have their problems whatever. But it's just crazy that some people are like, "Yo, I'm just going to put my entire family and all my relationships aside or maybe like I'm I'm you know, it it could have worked out with this girl, but it didn't cuz I was focusing on work too much or I stopped hanging out with my friends." because I was working so much. And it's like, eventually you get to the point where it's like, all right, now you got millions of dollars, but now you've lost all these relationships. And it's like, once you get up there, you don't have your relationships. You're like, oh, hey, what the fuck did I do that for, dude? You know what I'm saying?
1: No. And there really is no such thing as a perfect time. And like, I'm guilty of that too, where it was like random things. Like I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll focus on the next step of my relationship. When I, uh, you know, write another book. If I have two books out there, then my relationship will be, great or if wing gets to this point then i'll think about that like it's just like like they're just excuses you know yeah like you like the things you're doing that yeah if if it is your job whatever it is like should never get in the way like you yes you'll have to make some sacrifices with time and things like that but you should never be putting a relationship with you know friends family love like anyone you know on hold for that thing because that could all crumble in a second You know,
0: And it's not to say that things don't make me happy. Of course, they make me happy. But as far as like, you know, we're talking about inner, very true happiness, like in the most general sense, like obviously when I'm doing things and like a video does very well, like that's awesome. That feels great. It makes me happy and it makes me happy to, you know, be able to create things. And like, I love doing podcasts and I love doing the Twitch thing and I love making these videos and I I truly do love doing those things. And they make me happy. But we're talking about like inner
1: true happiness. It's like I could do without all of that shit for just the relationships that I have. And I know I haven't reached that yet. Like my biggest problem now is like I need like the noise and the busyness of like doing things. Like I need like emails coming in. I need like a schedule of like, you know, doing things like this podcast and work. But when I, when that Stops for even a brief moment if I can if I wake up on a Sunday and it's like there's nothing right now like there's no like like I don't have to do this work right now it's not super busy like my time isn't just taken up with like all these things and I kind of like have a clear headspace and time like sometimes I start freaking out like not even kidding like I'm just like I'll like get angry or get anxious and like that to me is like that that's going to be the hardest thing moving forward I think is like being able to find that happiness and that comfort in like the quiet times too because I need to learn to you know separate the busyness of like accomplishments and creative things and work from like actually just being happy and just being able to sit there and say like you know this is this is great like I have a good life I'm surrounded by great people and it's I don't know I just feel like I haven't haven't found that yet you know
0: I'm I'm very thankful that I'm able to do that because like this past Memorial Day weekend I went up to Connecticut and it wasn't even like all my friends are there you know there was like a small group they were there with but I I I just know when I'm like out on that boat no phone and you're just like hanging with these people that you know, you've known your entire life like there's just so much like love and you're just like, This is the best thing in the world. Like this is this I could do this every single day of my life. And I could do without everything else. And I can confidently say that. Like I could really do without everything else. Like that is truly the only thing that matters. And maybe like eventually uh I don't know. I've really like I really feel like you know that's that's all I need. I another moment like stands out in my mind because there was a question on here but we didn't answer it. It was like your most treasured moment. And when I re- read that as I was scrolling by it like I have this moment that always pops into my head where my mo- at my mom's house there was like we have a patio, like a deck. And there was like 20 of my friends over. And it was people that I was like, not your core group of friends also, but, you know, other people that you're like acquaintances with or whatever. It was just like all these people there and everyone was just having a good time and stuff. And I remember just looking around and being like, yo, this is like just incredible. Like my life's insane. Mm-hmm. Like this is crazy. And this was when I was like 21 years old. And I'm like, this is not This is amazing. Like, and, and like those kind of things, like you're not going to get I don't get that from, from anything else. Like it's literally only like something has to give me emotion and energy for me to feel like very attached to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, but like stuff like that, like that's, what's going to bring me like true happiness and like makes me feel so fulfilled and just like, yo, this is amazing, man. And, and I'm, I'm blessed to have that. And I know I have that. So it's just like I've been playing with house money for so many years at this Mm -hmm. point. Like, I just feel like I've been just, you know, hitting jackpot every single year with, with, with just with that stuff. Like, and I, I, at least I know I can look myself in the mirror and say like, if all this YouTube and all this money and this stuff faded away, at least you'd still be blessed because you do have something that's way more important that no one else, like n- people don't have. You know what I mean? Like the relationships and stuff, like I have so many friends and my family is so close. So we're all a tight knit group and everything. People don't necessarily have that. And I find it so important and I'm way more thankful for that than everything else.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that was kind of the the common theme running through all these questions, which is good. I mean, It's just, like, real. Like, it all sounds very,
0: like, uh, rehearsed or, like, cliche. But these questions are, like, meant to get real answers out of you. And when you really start doing some deep thinking and you get past all the surface stuff, like, yo, I feel like everyone's the same way, though. Like, everyone can do without the material stuff. Like, no one's going to get up here and be like, yo, I'll run in and grab my jacket.
1: Yeah. No, I have faith in humanity that... A lot of people's answers, like, would probably, you know, be similar in the sense that, I mean, again, like, we're privileged and lucky to have just been born into, like, a family and where we live and, like, all those factors that are out of our control. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, I think when you really break it down, like, life is pretty simple, you know, and it's about, it's about the people that you're surrounding yourself with and you know your loved ones which i think is uh i think we kind of hit that point how long have we been doing this like two hours really yeah wow
0: i wonder if anyone's gonna make it to the end
1: i wonder it doesn't matter at this point we're just this is a therapy session (laughs) i've
0: been thinking about take like getting therapy
1: i think about that a lot too that's interesting i just thought about today because i read something I I I just feel
0: like getting therapy is probably like amazing and like I when I was growing up I was such a dick too like I hate therapists I don't know if therapy would like work on me I'm a very like deep thinker and I feel like we would kind of be saying the same things to each other at some point
1: um because I don't really like but I would give a good therapist more credit than that
0: sure but I also feel like you know, I would have an a- I would have a reason for every answer. They wouldn't really tell me anything that I didn't know already.
1: Unless they do, but you can't know right, that unless, until. Right, yeah, exa- I think yeah, exa- that's exa- what's inter- Like that, that's what interests me about going because I I feel the same way. Like I feel like I know what I do, what I do. I feel like I just have like a drive. Like I was at some thing, and some I was at some like weird like party thing the other week, and some like lady was talking about like how she it's like people who like read like the secret and that book and she was talking about some like red envelope where like if if you every year like or every month or i don't know what it was you like write the things you want in a year's time and then you put it in a red envelope and put it away and then like those things will come true and like just different ways of like manifesting and things like that mm-hmm. and like i've never like done any of that like i never like journaled or like wrote down the things I want or like vision boards. Like I like people like always come to me like, well, how do you know you want to do do this and that? And like, they kind of like read these books with like the answers, uh, like here's how you manifest something and get the things that you want out of the universe. But like, I don't know. I I have no answer. Like I've just done what I want to do. And I feel like in therapy, it's like, I, I feel so sure of myself. Like I, Like I have the answers and I just like trust my instinct to like do Mm -hmm. what I want to do. But it would be interesting to like kind of uncover those things that I'm not even capable of like uncovering myself. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That's why I want to do it. I feel like, I feel like I want to be pleasantly surprised Mm -hmm. and I want to find out some things about myself because I, 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 I do for the most part think very deeply and I'm like, okay, this is how I feel. Why do I feel this way? And then I go, why do I feel that way? Like what has affected me in my life up to this point to make me even think this way. And it's like, all right, is this because of when I was younger, blah, blah, blah. Like I really go that deep, like constantly, like all the time. Like it's never just like, I feel this way. And then if a therapist is like, why you feel this way? And then I would have to come up with an answer. Like I have an answer for everything. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it, nothing would really shock me. I feel like, but it would be interesting to see. But I also just think therapy is good. Uh, you know, to me, I would I would treat it like going to the gym. Like you want to keep your body in shape, you want to keep your mind in shape. Like just talking things out and making sure you're constantly going over things is healthy. And I used to do that when I was younger too. As soon as I got my license, I would like periodically like drive with no phone mm-hmm. and just like just you know be by myself and just like think about things and, and stuff like that. But yeah, it it would be interesting to i go see a therapist
1: i think so Should do it probably
0: should <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting
1: yeah no i think it's just uh it, i don't know it's just crazy how like you're younger you're so focused on certain things like you're just so like you self-absorbed it absorbed in like you know what's my job gonna be what am i gonna do what am i gonna accomplish like what what material things do i want and like really with age it's just like so much more of a focus on like, how do I just like, whether it's spiritually or just like emotionally, you know, evolve yourself. And I don't know. I just feel like there's so much I just like haven't even tapped into that. I just don't even know about myself.
0: I think what would happen in therapy, at least for you would be, they would have an answer for like things you do subconsciously. Like for me, when you were telling me the story about that red envelope, my answer for that would be the reason why vision boards and the put the things in the red envelope, you know, why that works is because that acts as a constant reminder to people. Right. If you make a vision board, you walk by it every day. You see it. So you you can't forget. Otherwise, you would. People like me and you, I don't need a vision board. I don't need to be reminded because it's the only thing that I think about. Right. You know, and you're you're just so driven or whatever. But a lot of people are distracted by things. And they, they get off the path of whatever and they don't know what to do or they give up or whatever. I don't need that because I am so, like, driven. And I'm like, I know what I want. I know what I want to do. I don't need to write it down. Because yeah. it doesn't leave me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like running it down is would that be to, like an
1: obsessive point too? Though I wonder. Like I wonder that about myself.
0: I don't think it's a, like. I, at least for me, it's not really obsessive because. I mean, there's like a bunch of things that are there. Actually, it might be obsessive. I'm not gonna like but maybe cancel it that up. Should be a little
1: bit. Maybe there's. Yeah, problems. I
0: think I think there should be a a, a certain degree of. Like obsessiveness. Oh so yeah. When you're. When you're chasing about something and I, you know, I don't know. I think eventually I'm going to like, I always say, and it's funny because this also comes back to Kanye and it's <laughs> weird that he went to Wyoming, but I have said numerous times in the past, like someone said something about like social media and I was like, yeah, one day I'm just going to like close all this shit down and like move to like Wyoming or some shit. Nice. And just, like, whatever. Like, I I, I used to joke around and say that, and then this dude moved to Wyoming.
1: (laughs) And, like, whatever. But I I could see your life in, like, 10 years. You can have a bar, like, middle of nowhere, somewhere, like, you know, maybe on a lake. Maybe just live on your boat. Go to the bar every night. Make sure everything's running smoothly. No social media. Flip phone.
0: No, I probably have the... It's probably no, not going to be flips in 10 <laughs> years, but no, I, I, I think that I definitely want at the very least, not at the very least, but like in a perfect world for there to be two houses like John Mayer. I recently just watched. Oh, he's the best. I recently watched an interview with him. He has a place. I don't know if it's Wyoming, but it's one of those like Montana or something. Just the
1: getaway. Yeah. He just has a everything. getaway totally. and he's just
0: like, I go there like, you know, everyone in town, they've already met me. So it's not like, Hey, you're John Mayer. Oh my yeah. God. It's just like, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so he's like, he's just one of the people in town now. And you know, he can just get away from everything. And then like when that gets old or when, you know, you're done kind of healing, I guess you can go back to, yeah balance thing. in a perfect world that would kind of be what i would do i guess
1: i like it um i guess before we kind of wrap this up is there this is like an interview question is there anything that wasn't asked that you would have liked to answer um
0: i don't know what do you think your purpose in life is purpose purpose
1: honestly i think i'm still figuring that out i mean i i think i've i've gotten to a point where i understand what's most important and not to like reiterate what we've said so many times like i i truly understand the importance of family and like i i think that is going to be an ultimate goal I, i think that A transition will happen at a certain point where I can then be in a position to just put so much of my focus towards my family and like do the things that I feel like my parents were able to do for me um, you know to children one day like that's something that I really do want I don't necessarily feel ready for it right now but you know I I I do want that but beyond that I, I don't know I'm still trying to kind of like define you know the purpose of like the things that I do like, like, I like the idea of like inspiring, motivating, taking risks and just like finding like, like a creative outlet and just like going for it and taking it as, you know, as far as you can. Like, like I said, I guess it's just like that idea of like freedom, like showing that you kind of can have that freedom to just like I don't know, Do like just do, do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And that, that's not like an answer for purpose, but I'm You're I, figuring it out. I, yeah, which I'm fine with saying. I mean, I think that's like,
0: I mean, in all honesty, I think I have it figured out, but I could be wrong. But in yeah. this very moment, I, I believe it. So it has to be true, yeah. at least for today. Maybe tomorrow I'll be wrong, but today yeah. I'm right.
1: And, and I don't know if there's going to be like one answer that, I ever come across like you know I don't know if it's the idea of like one day I'll like be enlightened and know this one thing Uh, like I think it's just more like at the end of the day was I able to just like craft a life that I felt like you know like I just really had control over and that I enjoyed like it's just I don't know just like having fun finding humor being with the people you love like. That is almost gonna be enough of a purpose for me, I think. We shall see. We got deep Yeah. Well, over two hours you said? Yeah. Wow. Are we in love yet? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> what well, questions should we stare in each other's eyes for four minutes? I don't know. Two hours, fourteen minutes. I d did you like those questions? Yeah. Cool. yeah. I th- I think it's uh I think
0: it's solid exercise. I think we should start just running to buy people when I'm like one on one with someone but like, yo great question
1: says just have in your back pocket oh yeah at all times yeah these are great just just throw some out there catch them off guard but this is cool i mean i i hope it did like what we intended wanted it it to, to do, do yeah like we said it's just i don't know people have been listening to the show for i don't know how many episodes are there 40 something yeah i guess it's we're still a baby in the podcast world but you know every episode's like so heavy in its own way yeah it feels like <laughs>
0: we've known each other for ever Uh, so we felt like it was necessary to it was our turn to kind of open up and maybe we should do this again like you know maybe not next season or anything but yeah i mean we could find find
1: creative ways to do it yeah but um yeah i don't know hopefully it's a, a cool different type of episode that you know i guess you guys didn't expect but or just let us know. Just never do this again and <laughs> no one cares and just keep like, bringing uh, on a cool guests. Shut the guest. fuck up, guys. <laughs> uh,
0: please shut up. Um, but yeah, uh, if you got to the end of this... <sighs> Trooper. Yeah, jeez, two hours, 15 minutes. You're nuts. Uh, anyone who has a story or something they think is good for the show, you can go to oplshow.com slash contact and uh, send us an email. And if we think it fits... We will definitely schedule something.
1: Uh, follow the show at OPL show. Um, I mean, forget social media now after this, after conversation. this conversation, don't, don't even follow me on social media. Just but like go physically. You c- if you want to get to know me, you could get the book. It's physical. Smell it. You don't even have to read it. Just smell it. Yeah. Um,
0: lo- love the smell of books. Oh, by the I way. love it.
1: Um, but yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't know, it is called The Art of Living Other People's Lives, similar to this title of the podcast. Um, but yeah, go go smell my book. Um, <laughs> no social media go except the show, book. OPL Show, and uh, leave a rating and review on uh, iTunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And that's all. I think that's it. I think we've talked their ear off long enough, <sighs> so uh, we're going to get the hell out of here. And thanks for listening.